0: A Disney Channel movie Let's watch A Disney Channel movie Hey everybody, welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. This month your D-Commentators are me, Lucas.
1: And me, Emma.
0: And we are here today to discuss the classic film, Halloween Town High. Ooh, spooky. It is the spooky season once again, my friends. And we are once again locked into our, uh, Halloween Town curse. For the next, for that we have been for the past few years covering all the Halloween Town movies. Uh, and I gotta say, after the rather large disappointment that was Halloween Town 2, uh, I think, I think this one, uh, really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: Captures the magic again?
0: In, in a way, uh, maybe like, I was thinking more like, uh, is it come from behind? Like, you'd think after they screwed it up so bad with Calbar's Revenge. That's, that just sounds like a sexual done.
1: innuendo. So okay, I think we're just gonna keep it's... moving on. Um. Fun. No, I like. I I remembered this being like one of my favorite Disney like Halloween movies, and like it, the holds up. Like I really do like this one. It's like cute. It's it's better. It's much better than Calabar's Revenge.
0: Definitely. If anyone says it's not, they're wrong. Yeah.
1: It's it's much better than Calabar's Revenge. Um. But I think we should just jump right in.
0: Yeah. I actually don't have any news to talk about half because i forgot to put any together but half because i don't think there really was anything that i rem- would have remembered to grab so we can just jump right in yeah let's but, jump right in. To, to, to your point yeah we should say this was really this was like my halloween town i want to say that like i didn't really watch halloween town when it came out in 1998 because you know i was like two and admittedly you know they played on reruns all the time but this one came out in 2003 mm-hmm. i think 2000, no 2004 because each of the each of the three of the original movies is three years apart, it came out nineteen ninety eight, two thousand one, two thousand four, and so I was like hip and with it that <laughs> I, I couldn't even say that with a straight face. I was more on top of the ball when it came to Disney Channel at this time. So when this came out, I really really liked it, and I watched it like pretty much like every Halloween season when they played it. This was like the one I watched over and over again, and I I do I do like this movie. But I'm not going to lie. I was a little, I was a little disappointed by it.
1: Okay, I mean, for... I this is one of those movies, guys, and I know this is going to shock you cuz like when does this ever happen on this podcast that I remembered completely differently than what it oh, actually sh- is. Just like big surprise. I thought I have seen this movie so many times and I thought that I had the plot down beat for beat. I remembered like weird specific things, but the overall plot I replaced with something else. That doesn't exist.
0: My experience with rewatching for this is I did remember pretty much everything of like what happens and you know, who the bad guy is and whatnot and all I that I didn't jazz. even
1: remember who it's... the bad guy is, <laughs> if you guys were wondering.
0: But the thing that uh, really hit me is that this movie has a surprising amount of layers.
1: This movie also is like, I I like the plot of this movie. I like that they set it in like the high schoolest ones in the mortal world. Yeah. I like the characters they introduce. I like a lot about this movie. I also think Marnie is at her best here. And I said this early on, she's at As her she... cutest absolutely at her is. best
0: not, well not, not even that just Kimberly J. Brown is acting the hell out of this movie yeah no she that's what I'm saying so she's at her best
1: this is this yeah. is peak Kimberly J mm-hmm. and I think it's also
0: the last we'll see of Kimberly J <laughs> yeah
1: and for R.I.P rest in pieces um, to you because <laughs> Disney execs death. replace you with Sarah Paxton in the next one which yeah. what the fuck
0: that's next month that's next year
1: <laughs> but anyway rewind my point is is like she's at her best Debbie Reynolds is doing a fucking masterclass. Yeah. I like the idea behind this The thing that I think fucks this movie up and what I was disappointed by is the pacing. They do a terrible job of pacing this movie Mm -hmm. where, like, things are all of a sudden, like, just, like, come out of nowhere. Like, it's, like, everything is fine and then, oh, fuck, holy shit, like, we're really worried about this thing. Like, like the the pacing is really off. And I will explain later as we get into plot points. But they don't do a great job of, like, setting up things and having, like, a slow burn to, like, a reveal. It's just, like, things kind of, like, fly in and out and the plot's well, a little that's bit true, like to
0: an I I do think this might be the best written Halloween Town movie in terms of sheer plot of like they need to you know like X is happening, but also this is happening, and they got to try and figure it out. It's more of like a mystery. Generally, the other two are just like, "Hey, we got to do this thing and save Halloween Town." The other Town, two were know? like
1: fully aware of who the bad guy is the entire time. Yeah. They, like, we we see young Calabar, like, steal the spell book in the first five minutes of the yeah. last one.
0: But this one, this one tries to, like, make it a little bit more, like, deeper. Make the story a little deeper and, like, be a little more mysterious, which I appreciate.
1: Same. I think I'm on the same page. I did, like, this. I like it more than the second one, but I have Definitely. no problems.
0: And yeah. Um, number one problem is brought up immediately in scene number one. Okay,
1: wait. Also, before you go in, I do want to preface, folks, um i'm a i believe in transparency um on this podcast and about telling the truth and i do want to let you guys know that i was really drunk when i watched this so i'm not sure how much (laughs) sense these notes are gonna make but we'll go on this journey together all right continue
0: okay uh interesting plot thread through this episode i guess is that trying to figure out but
1: my question about this first scene which could have been the alcohol but what did this poem even say this poem in oh, this movie? Oh, opens yeah. With? They... What the fuck is that setting up? I was so lost.
0: Yeah, this is this is what I'm saying. So they open on the shot of the pumpkin from the center of Halloween Town, which which we will I mean, never see the,
1: again in this film because we don't mean, even well, go to Halloween Town. But Yeah,
0: that's prob that's I have a problem with that. But uh also we have well we didn't see it in the last movie either. Remember, it was replaced by the giant cinder block square thing. So like and admittedly this could just be a jack-o'-lantern, but I imagine that's what they're trying to do, that it's the Halloween Town, Jack-O-Lantern. Uh, but so, it's just like, uh, for a thousand years, the world's divide, and, and like, now the portals, whatever. Basically, it's, it's just like a weird, vague poem of like, things are changing in Halloween Town now that the portals open. But
1: the thing did is- Did the portal I... that opened in the last movie?
0: Yeah, because Marnie opened it, remember?
1: Okay, the, like, the, the, my like, problem with Halloween Town High, first of all, is it's requiring you have a lot of base knowledge of yes, the past Halloween I'm, Towns. That's what I'm saying. Which I do not. As you guys know, I do not remember anything. You have to True. retell me things that are important.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, why didn't this open like Halloween Town 2 did with a recap of the last movie?
1: It's, like, also, like, the audacity of Disney Channel. Like, this isn't fucking Harry Potter, guys. Like, like you don't have, like, this mythos where they're like, all right, well, you know, everybody knows what's going on in Halloween town. Like this is our French, like the confidence that they had to jump into this movie without like a recap whatsoever is wild.
0: If you don't know what Halloween Town is, who these characters are, and what lost. happened late in the past couple movies. You are done. You are just done. Um, but so we cut into the Cromwell House. I think it is actually the same house. No, it's not. Least, it's, I literally have a not, note later
1: on that it is not the same house.
0: I, I, if you like, definitely not interior wise. Exterior wise, it looks kind of similar. to Oh, the one maybe to the ex. I
1: was just talking about interior. It's not. Yeah, the same no, house.
0: interior, interior is entirely freaking different. Uh, but exterior, it looks kind of the same. But here's the thing, right? How much time has had to have passed between the last two movies? I mean, the last movie and this movie. They
1: A great fucking question.
0: Well, no, no, no. Here's the thing. In the first one, she's like just about to turn 13. Yeah. And then in like the second one, she's like just starting high school, I think. So it's only been like, it's been like exactly one year, I'm pretty sure, or something like that. Um. And then in this one, it, they are referencing the other movie like it just happened. But they like,
1: clearly all aged like a decade. <laughs>
0: Disney Channel... Really got unlucky with picking these kids to play these roles. Cause as we noted in, Cal- in Halloween Town 2, they age so quickly. Like, they, like, Marnie looked older only three so much older only three years later. Dylan looked so much older only three years later. Sophie kind of stagnated that she was fine, but now she looks much older. I'm not throwing shade or being insulting. I'm just saying, like, in terms of how much they've grown, they grew up in three years, both times, Disney Channel got a swing and a miss in terms of consistency.
1: Okay, so I will say this. And guys, I try to be, like, really, really nice on this podcast, and I try to not offend people, but I'm going to say one thing, and you guys have to let me have this as my special Halloween gift. Marnie is at her cutest here. Sophie, not so much. (laughs) Sophie has hit an awkward stage that we all hit. I hit it too. But it's hitting her hard in this movie.
0: Well, it also barely matters because she's barely even in. the Oh, she has two time. lines.
1: She is. She I has also said, is, Sophie is collecting a movie. paycheck here." She says she, two lines, yes. collects her money, and she leaves. She's done. Also, that if they were like, they should have pretended that pretended that more time had passed, because you're right. They were referencing it. Like the portal had been opened yesterday, and I was like. You guys, yeah. look like you are filing your first four hundred one k. This like it has to,
0: and it and it has to be at least like a year or more later. It has to be. Yeah. I would I would assume three years because she kind of might be a senior in high ho- in high school. I, that might have just been. I think uh, she's sixteen,
1: or we're to believe she's sixteen. Uh,
0: uh, I could I also know. be it's totally fucking v- making. Yeah, it's really vague. Um, but so she's like, oh, I'm gonna give these council members a piece of my mind. They should be thanking me. I should be getting a parade. I saved Halloween Town um and open the portal like i this is awesome and they don't care and like their family's all like yeah we've heard this a million times you know that's all this stuff and so she has this plan where she wants to bring kids from halloween town into the mortal world to go to school to like you know expose them to mortal society I think I wrote down why?
1: like why is this necessary there doesn't seem to be a lot of like clear motivation behind this program that she's like so desperate to push through
0: First of all, it's what she says later on, like much later on, where she's like, I wanted to do this, so, like, she basically wants to change the way the entirety of the world works... And like, let everybody know, yeah, werewolves and goblins and stuff all exist, and they're really, really That's like nice. A That's like a, big a big ask. That's like a big ask. It's a big ask. It's a big ask. But and then she, because she says she doesn't want to feel like the child of two worlds. She wants like, like the being the born in the mortal world and like finding out she's a witch later. She wants them to. Well, all that all just, sounds like, like a you along.
1: problem, Marnie. Like, well, do <laughs> you don't have to change the whole world just because you're slightly inconvenienced?
0: I guess. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, and, no, no, I'm right. I'll get into it in a second. But there's a lot of confusing things about that notion that i'm gonna get into but so the clock chimes and then she's like oh is that them and they're like Duh, no you'll know when it's them and then she immediately gets teleported away and then they're like With oh some now it's some
1: terrible fine. cgi into like a courtroom
0: yeah although i will say number one thing that i think this movie nails is the the set design for this film is awesome
1: what do you fucking mean they are like the set design they're not even in halloween town once they're in a fucking high school no,
0: that's what I'm saying. There's like the new sets that they have to build for Halloween stuff. Like the council room is really cool with like the spinning podium that she has to stand on. And the freaking uh kids hideout in the that school. Is cool. is so that is cool. That is so cool. I do have to know both, that, that, that. They're is both dope. decorated and designed super cool. Uh But so she gets put in front of this council. And the, the, again, the Halloween Town again, Council. Again, we're not in Halloween is,
1: Town for too, enough of this movie. But again, the same problem that I raised before, I will raise again. Try a little harder with these Halloween Town characters, guys. Just put in the base amount of effort to have someone look like a something... One of the people on this council is just a pumpkin head. Yeah, he's
0: just a pumpkin man.
1: <laughs> what the fuck is that? Also, what is the person with six arms?
0: Yeah, that one they pulled out of their asses. Like, it's like, <laughs> a, it's, like, it's like a centipede guy, kind of, where he has, like, six arms all tied to his body. It's like the pincushion lady from the first one. They were just, like, they are yeah, playing that's, it's ball like the one.
1: same thing, but, like, still just as fucking stupid. Like, yeah. what is that? Uh, but,
0: like, so she gets pulled in, and she's like, hey, listen, you know... I did a really cool thing. You guys should be thanking me. Uh, I think it's a great thing that the portal's open. And then, like, the lead council member is like, Marnie, Marnie, you're not on trial. We want to thank you. The fact that you opened the portal is really, really great. And she's like, oh thanks uh do i get a parade because she said she wanted a parade but the thing i was gonna say sorry we got off track of it is that we've never the halloween town council has never been established prior to this film
1: no nothing has been established
0: as far as we were aware calabar who was the mayor of halloween town was the only form of authority there was there and i guess his fall has like changed how halloween town runs or something. Yes,
1: I get, apparently they don't tell us that. Yeah,
0: this is one of the things the movie tries to do a lot, which is to add to the lore of Halloween Town in, in certain ways, and some of it works, like, I'm I'm okay with the council, like, existing, like, whatever. Some of it's kind of weird.
1: No, but the, about it jumping right the fuck in, like, not just with the council, but, like, immediately, like, the conversation they have, if you're watching the time scroll on the bottom, it's like, you're five yeah. minutes into the movie, and they're like, um, yeah, so we're here to thank you. Also, like, um, it's we're a little worried about this and marnie's like i bet all of the cromwell magic and they're like done and then she's back and i was like yeah uh,
0: this is the one time i didn't really notice the pacing issue until you put it into words and i'm like yeah that is probably the point the thing that i was feeling throughout it but definitely this opening yes this opening
1: all of a sudden she's back in the house there's five minutes of this movie you're done and she's already bet her entire family's magic the project's happening already i was like holy shit we are Right in the thick of it, aren't we?
0: Yes. Um, but yeah, so they're like, listen, it's fine, you open the portal. It's great. Don't worry about it. Which is something, another thing that they add. It was never established that when she opened the portal at the end of the second film, that it was just like, open, open for forever. everybody. Thank you. Like, for everybody. Thank you. I thought like, I anyone was drunk. can just come through. I was like, dude. <laughs> no, it's just.
1: <laughs> I was like, was that established in the last one that now we are just fucking willy nillying between worlds? Well,
0: it's also not crazy to the, for that to be the case. It just never was specifically said. No, I know it's, like, no, it's not crazy, fire.
1: but, like, they didn't say that at a certain point, and I right. just blacked it out. Yeah,
0: like, here's what I'm saying. The fact that this movie came out three years apart from the second one really did it some favors, because I'm sure a lot of people forgot uh, some of the plot points of yeah, following like, town two. You But if you watch them back to back, so much. you're going to be really confused. Uh, but so he's like, oh, but you're so you have this idea That you want to basically have kids from Halloween Town come to school in the mortal world. That's what you want. And she's like, yeah, humans have changed. Like, And and again, backstory, Halloween Town was created because all the Halloween creatures felt persecuted in the human world. So they made this magical dimension that they could all live in and peace and harmony and whatever. That also kind of isn't true, as we'll get into a little bit
1: later. It's not true. It's not true at all. it's
0: confusing. Uh, so she's like, humans have changed. They're gonna be super cool with Halloween creatures, and I feel like you guys, like Halloween creatures, should get to know humans a little more, and you know, get their society stuff down, etc. I think that's what should happen. And then the, the, the whole council is like, no, that's a terrible idea. Mortals are the worst. They hunted us for centuries. And is this where we first get the, the, the knights. knights? They
1: introduce it here.
0: Yeah. So there's uh, they they're worried about the knights of the Iron Dagger, which admittedly is a cool name. It's cool pretty name. cool. It's It's a a dope sounding name. It's a dope sounding name. Um, and then she's like, No, you don't have to worry about that. I would, I'd like, I'd like bet my, like, all the Cromwell magic that it's gonna be fine to bring kids here. And then the centipede guy is like, Ah, she said it. She said it. You heard her. Ah, you dumb bitch! But for that to be
1: like an idiom that she like slips up and uses, that would have to be like something she's said before. Like, it's so unnatural of her to be like, I would bet all the Cromwell magic. Like, why would you bet your own magic? Like, why would that be a saying you would use? And she was like, Wait, what? What did I say? Like, she doesn't... Like, I wish she either, like, did it on purpose or it actually made sense that it was an accident. You know what I mean?
0: I, well, it kind of made sense to me because Marty's kind of an idiot. Like, it makes sense to me that, like, Marty would, like, screw it's something up. It's just, like, up.
1: too convenient. So that would be the words that she chose and that's really a thing you could oh, do. Okay,
0: I'll, I'll agree with you that it's convenient. But at the same time, I didn't think it was out of character for her. But so then they, they immediately blast her ass straight back to the mortal world. Blast
1: her ass right back to suburbia.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a very violent transition they always do. And so there, then she, like, gives the lowdown to her family being like, yeah, so they're going to let us do it, the whole program but thing. But I bet but all also, of our magic. I bet all the Cromwell magic. And they're like, wait, what? Why would you do that? She's like, well, I This I, I is where it was I like made a- the
1: note that Debbie Reynolds looks literally younger than I do. That woman <laughs> doesn't have a fucking pore on <sighs> her face in this movie. I,
0: I miss Debbie Reynolds so much. It's not even funny.
1: It, it, she's ageless.
0: And also, you know, one again, very positive thing about this movie is, in the past two films, both Debbie Reynolds and the mom have been s- side-swiped away to focus on the kids. In They're this film, in it a lot. They're more in, more in, this
1: movie they are movie. in it. They're in it a it ton a more,
0: especially Debbie Reynolds. And Debbie Reynolds, the entire time, is just wonderful and magical, and I love her.
1: I mean, we've said this in the past movies, but she's absolutely amazing in this.
0: Yeah, of course, of course,
1: she commits to this shit in a way that so no one else in the movie does. Do
0: you know what I mean? Absolutely. That's what we've said in literally every episode. That she just makes you believe that Like every her magical, saying a spell? Magical like crap. if
1: she is committing to this yes. spell like like it is real magic. Like I believe her. <laughs>
0: Like you would think that she'd be like, okay, I'm doing, you know, these kids movies whatever. I was in singing in the rain. I'm better than this. No. Yes, she she's she not. Is like, she does she not think like, she's better than this. She is for giving it her it. all. She is and I can't thank her enough. Rest in peace Debbie Reynolds your queen. Uh but so they're like we're going to get do it the magic's on the line but I'm sure it's going to work out fine cuz we don't And have then to they have the beat
1: here Luke where they're like um She's like, they said this crazy thing about nights, and Gwen, the mom, is like, "Oh, like, don't worry, that's literally like a story that pe- parents uh-huh. in Halloween Town tell their kids to scare them. Like, it's like the boogeyman right. for us." Is what how she explains away. Yes, the way.
0: and then this is also a good joke. <laughs> which... uh,
1: is it a good joke where she said she laughed. went on a one date with the boogeyman? I was yeah, like, All I right. laugh. Also, was Gwen really the hottest bitch in Halloween Town? Like, this is multiple times her dating life in- back in the day has Gwen come up.
0: <laughs> could get it.
1: As Marnie could too. They're both they are both very active it, on the dating it comes scene. up
0: in this film all the cromwell ladies are big flirts
1: they're big fl- um, yes aggie but, is too
0: aggie wow. is, yeah yeah yes magic
1: uh, does isn't the only thing that runs in this family eh, also horniness uh, uh. no
0: but no but i did think this is a good joke where she's like uh yeah it's like the boogeyman and then, uh aggie's like oh he's back in town and he's asking about you and then like mom you went on a date with the boogeyman she's like one time i thought that was kind of funny there's a bunch of there's not like a big like Humor factor in this movie, but there's a couple small little. There's a few that really good work. things. The other yeah. thing
1: that made me laugh here, which was not intentional laughter, but so they do this night thing. You're like one time, they're like ha, ha 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 and they cut to their backyard. Yeah, and okay. Like, a,
0: we need to talk about this. <laughs> what?
1: There's like a full knight in a suit of armor, like you see, like the foot step onto the grass and like they're, they're like. Ear! Creek and i burst into hysterical laughter i was like yeah. it is impossible to make this clunky ass night suit scary
0: the thing is is this is gonna happen multiple times throughout the film we're gonna cut away and see like a, a gloved hand like with chain mail on who and, like, is and, this and, who is and that's this? Uh, that's the thing right is okay Here's the thing this doesn't matter no one ever interacts with another person in a night suit
1: and it never comes to like fruition in like a scooby-doo way where they like would like pull off the helmet and we reveal who that fucking knight is
0: that's what I'm saying it, 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 they, they, the knight never confronts them in the suit it's exclusively for the audience so the audience knows oh the knights are a thing
1: which is weird though because the knight thing is almost Monty python-esque funny
0: right but it's also pointless to the, the entire plot of the film which like it's a good red herring. But in the world of the film, makes no sense. Yeah. Um, but so then we cut to the next morning. It's the first day of school, and they're like trying to get the house ready for all the kids. This is where I said
1: Sophie's collecting a fucking check. (laughs) Yeah. She, cause like, that's the
0: problem is when you set this movie in high school, only Dylan and Marnie are close enough in age to be going to school together.
1: It's also just such a disservice though, cause like, and some fans were talking about it on Twitter, so appreciate props to you guys for bringing this up. As we have said in previous apps, Re Halloween Town, Sophie was the only one who was good at magic.
0: She's the she's arguably better than Marnie at it. And
1: like arguably better than a lot of them she was the only useful person in these films and we've now completely sidelined her which is a problem that i have with this movie one of the that and definitely but they
0: kind of did they kind of do that to gwen too because since it's at a high school they can't just have the mom around the high school all that time but would they pay it pay it to us back with even more debbie reynolds which is a okay trade i'm always happy to I, receive that except gift. i would like to have sophie be involved in the plot Someone. Gwen
1: is a little bit better in this movie, though. Like, the last one, she was literally just at that dance alone trying to get her dick wet. Like, now she's right. she's a little bit more active here.
0: That's what I'm saying, is they clearly stepped it up with her, but they knocked Sophie down so many pegs that she's not even in, like, this the climax of This is getting ahead of, of myself,
1: and I know that, but really quickly, um, is Sophie even in the fourth one?
0: I think she's in it for a second. Because, uh, Marnie goes to Halloween Town for college, and I think she, like, shows up, says goodbye to, uh, Marnie, and then is into the rest of the movie.
1: Collect that check, girlfriend.
0: Get yep. That Get bread. That money. Of course, Dylan is in a ton of the next movie. If
1: you, the fact that these fucking executives cut Kimberly J. Brown and brought back <laughs> Dylan, I cannot believe that. But okay, also, they're all getting ready for high school in this scene in the beginning. Yeah. And guess what Dylan has on? I said, messenger bag, everybody drink. Yep.
0: Um and then they're like, okay, we gotta get this place ready. Here's some honey roasted goblin or no grasshopper flakes for the gremlin whose name is Bobby that's coming. And there's actually a kinda decent joke where she puts them on the shelf and then they like chirp a little bit and she's like, Oh, they're extra fresh. And again I was that's just a cute tiny little joke that I enjoyed. Um so then Marty's like, Okay, we gotta if this I gotta you know make room for them, because obviously they can't all fit in this here place. And so she's like, I'm gonna try a construction spell. And then he is like, Dylan's, of course, Dylan's main purpose in these films
1: is to just be a fucking Debbie Downer. Cause that's what he it's does. It's to just
0: like, it's just like point out when like things probably won't work and then like say, mean things to his sister and then be the smart one that's pretty much his bit and so she's he's like oh isn't that level two and she's like you know i'm practically done with level one and then he's like that means you're still level one and i was like marty's still freaking level one at the end of halloween town two she, she looks was freaking-
1: 25 so that's why it's hard to believe well, not even that. It's just at the end of All
0: Halloween Down 2, she was freaking Magic Mary Magdalene or whatever, where she had like the crown of magic flowing off of her, <laughs> and she could open the goddamn portal. Magic and she Mary
1: been... she... Magdalene? Did you? Yeah, know? whatever.
0: Uh, you know what I mean. And like, and freaking. She was a
1: magical prostitute. Yes. <laughs> uh, but and
0: like, Aggie had clearly spent time training her in the last movie. Why is she still sucky at magic? Because she
1: the sucks. Hell? We've established this.
0: So she fails, and then Gwen comes in and does it she shrinks the house and the house expands and they have
1: a hallway for them to live in we never see it again continuing
0: yeah we see it for like a second um and then uh then we introduce another weird new concept that they just treat as always being a thing which is the witch's glass
1: that was a thing before was it i feel like it wasn't are we thinking of a crystal ball
0: Well, yeah, there was the, you're right. There was the thing in Halloween Tattoo that she used to look in on her friends in Halloween Town.
1: There was a way for them to communicate, though. Like, there was a...
0: Oh, you're thinking of the headphone.
1: Oh, am I thinking of the headphone?
0: You're thinking of the headphones. The little shrunken heads they gave to okay, each other Okay, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. But, but then there was right.
1: also like a computer thing she was, I don't know. All right, you know, you're, that's ghoul
0: chat. And it was if we have roasted the ghoul chat existence in Halloween Town because it, <laughs> to it had to do with nothing. Because <laughs> it had to do with uh, nothing. But no, but so yes, there was a thing in Halloween Town too. that was like a crystal ball that Aggie looked at and saw people in Halloween Town, which I could maybe see being that. But they're basically magic cell phones are what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's literally like vibrates and you has like dials you can set to like the, the ringer and stuff like that. It's a magic cell phone. Got and it. And she pu- and she pulls it out and she's like, Oh, grandma's calling on the witch's glass. It's, it's like, oh, they have like a Skype video call being like, Oh, sorry. I'm just ha- getting the kids all ready to come. Uh, so we'll just meet you right at school. And they're like, and then Dylan's like, Uh, you, sh- you realize grandma's not the most subtle, right? Like, what if she shows up on the giant flying orange school bus? And then they're like, Oh, she would. Actually, she totally would do that. We need to get to the school right now. Which, so they dash off to the school. And once again, they are so embarrassed that the school bus was a thing. Like, they refuse to show us the school bus again. I didn't get that vibe. Well, I'm just saying it wasn't in the last movie either. Last, they're all about the portal. No, it wasn't in two, and we were remember because we had the the they just make the portal, and we were like, wait, you could make a portal.
1: Oh, you're right. Okay, so we've just never seen that school bus again. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it.
0: No, it's a movie one only thing because I got I, I admittedly you know they don't want to CGI it. You know they yeah, don't yeah. CGI that. Uh, so they are at the front of school. They're like, well, I don't see the school bus, so maybe we're okay. Maybe she's you know learned the art of subtlety, and then she pulls up in like this jalopy clown orange. car, basically yeah. a clown car. Well, it's it is a clown car. She's wearing more mortalish clothes. She's wearing like a big grandma sweater and a scarf instead of her usual...
1: Oh, is she wearing a scarf, Luke? (laughs) Because the one fashion note I have for this movie is I have never seen any more scarves in my goddamn life. Everyone in this film is wearing a scarf all Uh the time. They are wearing statement scarves because it's the early 2000s. These skinny little scarves. Like, Aggie's in a scarf. Marnie's in a scarf. That other witch girl, Cassandra. Scarf. They are scarfed up. Every single scene.
0: All scarfed up, nowhere to go.
1: All scarfed Uh, up, nowhere to go.
0: Um it's spe- Speaking of which, so she's like, oh, sorry, we're a little bit late, but here's everybody. And yeah, it's like a joke. It's like a clown car because, you know, magic, everything's bigger on the inside. There's also a dumb joke about her having leprechauns drive for her, which isn't that funny. And then they, um, they
1: wasted CGI money like, yeah, on those two tiny leprechauns. Right. Why don't you just have her fucking wave to him and not show them I didn't need to fucking see him. Uh, well,
0: I, I don't think green screening them in is as much money as CGIing them. But yes, they wasted-
1: No um, point for me seeing the so, leprechauns at the pedal. But so
0: then a bunch of the kids come out like one by one. And my one fashion note, I know that's what mm-hmm. I have, is that they're- Luke,
1: if it's the same one as me, I'm going to scream. What is my it? My
0: one note is that they, I like how they themed it that they're pretty much all wearing Halloween colors. Like they're all wearing orange or like brown or something.
1: That's your one note. Yeah, you That's like that. your one note?
0: Yeah, I liked that. I liked that they were like, yeah, everyone's like, you know, wearing Halloween costumes My, note, Halloween my oh
1: note, which is the note everyone should have, Lucas oh, yeah, cannot <laughs> stay away from a sassy hat, can no, he? No, no, he, he wears, he wears, he, wears he wears
0: a couple sassy hats in this movie.
1: Who is the costume designer in this movie? Was no. it the same costume designer as how as fucking high school musical?
0: I fully believe Lucas Grabiel brings his own hats on on onto whatever set he's brought on.
1: I don't know where to go with this because like he is dressed like Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye from the straight for the straight guy like he is so flamboyantly dressed in this film. Does he not become the romantic lead in the next film? I believe so, yes. Does he still keep wearing these hats?
0: I don't remember.
1: I, this is, nothing has shook me like this, because I did not remember him dressing in can tell, these hats. I
0: can tell, because the amount of time we're spending on it.
1: Call him Ranch, because he'd be dressing in this movie. I don't know if they are just trying to make him look like a warlock, like out of place, but it's Pretty bonkers.
0: Uh, but so this is where we're gonna meet our supporting cast here. Um, some of them are entirely unimportant. I feel they really overreached with the number of kids that were gonna be from Halloween Sound, cause some of them are explicitly not important. There, I actually wrote them all down, cause I'm a completionist. We have a gremlin whose name is Bobby, Cassie, who's a witch. Uh, there's a werewolf whose name is Pete. There's Natalie, who's a troll, who's played by Kelsey from High School Musical. Uh, there's a Chester, who's an ogre. Uh, there's Ethan, who's Luke Scrabia, who's a warlock. There's a wood nymph, her name is Nancy. And then there's a cat girl and, like, a weird zombie-looking guy that do not I had a name. question
1: about those two, too. That's where they phoned it in. I was like, is this girl just a cat? And then that guy, Frankenstein, maybe? Zombie?
0: And I got more of a zombie vibe because his face looks more, like, gaunt. But I don't know.
1: Also, I think the cost, At least here, the costume designer's... They have it up for fucking Alyssa Roulin again. She was wearing yeah. a hat here again. And I was like, this has to stop. Also, can you riddle me this, dude? What? Why does Debbie Reynolds have to teach at the school?
0: Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> hang on. We're going to get to that in a second. But so uh, Marnie's like, okay, you guys all look great. This is going to be cool. I've got all your schedules. Here's all your stuff. Let me walk you right in. And then Aggie's like, all right, I got to go see a man about a job. And she goes into the principal's office and is like, hello, Principal Flanagan. It's Aggie Cromwell. And he's like, oh, yes, you're with all the foreign exchange students. And there is a gag that they're all from, they're saying they're all from Canada.
1: Hilarious.
0: Yeah. I, which is a thing, I feel like, in a lot of, like, kids shows from this time where it's like, when you have, like, a monster or something that you're trying to pass off, you're like, oh, you know, he's just from Canada or something.
1: Yeah, like this Disney leaned on this trope heavily. Actually, yeah. you're so right. I didn't pick up on that. But they've definitely yeah. done this before.
0: Uh, but there also is a good joke that Maggie, uh, that uh, Aggie doesn't know what that is. And so she's always like, where are we from again? And then she's like, can't yes. just like write it down for her on a piece of paper. So Aggie is apparently going to be a teacher at the school, which is crazy because I, I, I'm 100% sure she doesn't have the credentials for that. And she faked them No, uh, in magic. no
1: universe. And like, no. why did they think they could pass her off as one? I know it's for a gag. What was their plan here? Because she can't teach anything.
0: Well, I think, I think in universe, the idea was that if you're going to have so many kids come, like you need to have like a teacher who like to help regulate them kind of thing and so she was like alright I'll just pretend to be a teacher I'll magic up some fake credentials or whatever but like the amount of slack this school cuts her for how bad she is at teaching is oh, insane terrible. and then at the end of the movie she, she is implied she's going to continue to teach there Yes. And yes. it's like no, no, no. Don't do that.
1: Also like why didn't they just have her teach like fucking drama or something something uh, that doesn't requ- like require knowledge of math. Like that yeah. was the other thing that blew up. Yeah, they mind. start
0: her off in science, which is a bad call. Um but also in this scene we meet uh the principal Principal Flanagan. Um, who's just talking about, like, oh, all these kids, you got all your paperwork done so fast, it's like magic. And she's like, ah, yeah, you know, whatever. And we see the return of her, uh, bag that's, like, a living monster, crocodile, This
1: gag goes on too long. I said what I said.
0: Yeah. It also looks really bad.
1: The CGI is bad, and for something that doesn't really go anywhere, we see it way too much.
0: Definitely. Um, Although there is a good joke here. Where the bag, like, sneaks away from her and eats the principal's bird. And then she, like, covers it up really quickly so that he just thinks it, like, flew away. And then like, she's that walking. That would have
1: been fine. But we don't need to, that was cute. And that was funny. But, like, why are we still wrestling with the bag in every other scene? Right. Afterwards?
0: But they, no, but the good gag is, is that he's like, oh no, where'd my bird go? And he's like, looking around the office and he's like, oh, peepers? And I thought just the way he delivers peepers was really funny. But so they're going through the halls and, like, looking over their schedules. And, uh, we learned that, uh, Alyssa Rulon, uh, is okay. a, is much like Dylan, a nerd, guys. They're both Does such nerds. Does Calculus
1: exist in Halloween Town?
0: That's the thing. Okay, that, yeah, let's, this let's, let's get building, to this.
1: world building, is where it falls apart for me. Like, yeah. they don't know anything about the human world and, like, don't understand how humans eat. But she's an AP Calc. So, like, do
0: they teach, like, physics? Calculus and, in Halloween Town? like, science? Because it seems like a waste when you have people that can do actual magic.
1: Yeah, no fucking shit. It's a waste. And she's like, yeah, I'm an AP Calc. I was like, in what universe do you know that?
0: And she's also going to ascend to be the co-president of the science club. And I'm like, wait, so there is science in Halloween Town? <sighs> I don't Whatever. I
1: also will say, as I'm shitting on this left and right, I do love her in this movie and her character was always my favorite in this movie
0: well because they give her the most screen time out of everybody even more than ethan who becomes really important to the plot later um and then while they're walking through the halls uh she turns away from a second and then turns back and then she's like hey come on get with the rest of the group to a person and then she sees like a shirt hanging out and then she's like and lose the tail and she grabs to rip it off and then the guys it's a guy and he's like whoa what it's a sweater and she's like oh i'm sorry i thought you were with uh my kids here and then he's like oh no uh hi my name's cody i'm new And, uh, and hey, so this could be her romantic interest for the film. Hey, why isn't Luke one of the kids that came to the school with them? What? Why isn't Luke one of the kids that came to the mortal world to go to school with them? I'm just gonna throw that question out right now. I don't understand what you're saying. Why isn't Luke in this movie? Who's Luke? Oh, the goblin boy you love.
1: Oh my God. Why isn't he here? What happened to him? Oh, my God, I didn't even think about him. Yeah,
0: like, if you're having teenagers from
1: Halloween Town... I can't believe um, I just said, who's Luke?
0: Yeah, I know, I'm he, really disappointed in Oh, my God, I, him.
1: I love him. I know. What I'm happened really, to him?
0: I'm really disappointed in you.
1: Why didn't he come to Halloween Town High?
0: That's what I'm saying. If you're having kids that are going to come to Mortal Worlds, why would you not have the one who, like, trusts Marnie explicitly and would be like, they yeah, let's go to an OTP World.
1: for me. Why? I know. I, so, heads up, guys, um up demons that's your boy i remember this movie completely wrong and this is marnie's in love interest throughout this movie first up he is the a the fucking guy for american horror story i was like is this guy from american horror story Googled it afterwards. Yes, he is. He plays like a psychopath in all American Horror Story stuff. Well,
0: he also plays a bit of a psychopath
1: in this movie. <laughs> but like, he's not actually bad in this movie. No, Spoiler that's Spoiler alert. Okay, yeah. I rem- right. And I think I had like Mandala effect where like because of AT, like American Horror Story, I like, made him in my mind as evil in this movie. I was like, oh, he's the knight. He, like, it's the same thing that happens. In my mind, Marnie's always just out out, out there chasing that bad boy dick, and, like, it always gets her into trouble, which is what happened in the second one, and I thought this happened again, where, like, she was into this guy, and he ends up being the knight. That's not the case at all. No. The knight is the principal. Right. Which I remembered him being the red herring, and the real bad guy is... Fucking Lucas Grabiel, who gets zero screen time.
0: Yeah, but also no, I did remember that the principal was the knight. I remember that. I didn't. I was kind of confused about how this character's name's Cody, by the way, this boy, Um, how he related to it. But here's the thing: he is a red herring. He is not related to any any of the knight stuff.
1: I literally think they cut the Goblin Boy and put in Cody just to have him be a red herring. Uh, probably, but also the problem with that is is that that like
0: the reason he works as a red herring is because you always see him doing kind of weird stuff where like he's trying to learn more
1: left and right and he also is a fucking psycho in all his other roles
0: (laughs) And, and so you're thinking like okay so there's clearly something up with this guy but then it's proven there's nothing up with this guy but then that means he's a colossal creep and he's obsessed with Marnie
1: yes because all of the things you've shown me heretofore of him doing were fucking weird
0: yeah and it doesn't work it's real weird uh, but so, yeah, they have, like, a weird little meet-cute where she, like, you know, like, is smiling at him, and is like, oh, hey, you know, well, I uh, sorry, you can't join the group, because, you know, we're this is a Canadian thing, especially, it's my senior project, that's what she says. It's your project, senior like, project,
1: so she's supposed to be 18. Right, but she, I,
0: I guess, but I'm saying, I don't know if that was just a BS thing that she made up on the spot, I don't know if that's, like, meant to be accurate. But so, um, the, but she's, the bell rings, they gotta go. Uh, then she, he's like, oh, I hope I'll see you. And then she's like, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a small school. You know, I'm sure I'll see you around. It's a pretty big school, by the way. We see a decent amount of it. It's, it's
1: a, a crazy, massive school. It's, it's like it's high school. size. It's huge.
0: So then we cut into science class that Aggie is teaching for a very dumb reason. And
1: this is what I, when I said, of all the things, why must she teach chem?
0: Yeah, it's a bad, it's a bad fit. Um, admittedly, history is a better fit, which she does later. But even then, that doesn't really work out. Um, and so she sits down and Cody's already there and she goes up to her grandma and the grandma's like, and she's like, remember, keep it cool. Grandma, you're just a teacher. And she's like, Oh, don't worry, dear. I've got this. Also, I found a great place for us all to meet uh at lunch or halfway through the school day or whatever. And hands her a little piece of paper with a number on it. And so she goes down next to Cody. She, like, reaches down and gets something out of her bag. And Cody immediately just uh, looks straight at the note and be like, oh, what's up with this, huh? He doesn't
1: just, like, look at it. He, like, pulls it out of her yeah. book like a big old creep.
0: Yeah, he's he's creeping on her for reals. And so then she's like, welcome to science. Uh, and then there's, okay, this is one of the freaking weirdest things that happens in this movie. So there's these two kids that are talking in front of the class. And she, and they're like, oh, okay, huh. this makes yeah, no yeah, sense. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, oh man, look at her. She's so weird. She doesn't even know what she's doing. Like really weird, generic bully banter. Like not even like explicitly mean, just being like, this old bra doesn't look like she knows what she's doing, which she doesn't. No, spoiler alert does not. No. And then she comes up to him and she's like, oh, mister, whatever. I had really hoped we could be all get along and be friends. I'll have you know, I have quite the temper and then she like they cgi like her eyes popping out of her head and her face like being weird and like, like, like ghoulish very-
1: almost like fucking like nightmare before christmas like her eyes pop out of no not by christmas beetlejuice it's very beetlejuice beetlejuice
0: yeah, i was gonna say uh, like large marge from uh peewee where the word that just happens to a person like just really weird and then she's just like okay open your books chapter one and i was like aggie Everyone can see you. Yeah, she was not hidden from view. No, like, I'll give her credit for the magic that's about to happen being kind of unintentional, but, like, no, you can't just do that, Aggie. What are you doing? Uh, It's really freaking weird. It comes right out of nowhere. Um, And so she's like, okay, now let's get started. You combine this sulfur with this iron, and you'll get a puff of green smoke. And then she puts some iron and sulfur in a test tube, puff of green smoke, and a parrot's there. Marnie runs up and says, Grandma, you can't do magic. And she's like, Well, I didn't, you know, really mean to. I'm sorry. It's uh, magic. I'm, you know, all I know is magic. Whatever. Uh, and then so. Great Debbie
1: Reynolds impression, by the way.
0: Thank you. I worked on it. So we cut to the end of the class, and then, uh, Marnie leaves and goes to the hallway and is trying to find.
1: The clubhouse that she gave her the number to, and it's a locker number, correct?
0: Yeah, it's a locker. And she opens it, on. I guess the combination was on the other side of the note or whatever. Opens it and then she's like, huh, that's weird. It's just an empty locker. I wonder if magic is at play. Which Marnie, like <laughs> well, she doesn't say that. But she's just like confused. I wonder
1: if magic is at play.
0: But, but no, but no, she like looks at it and is like, huh, that's weird. It's just an empty locker. And I'm like, Marnie, you do Probably miss. magic, bitch. It's
1: probably magic. And I'm sure not. So this is the third like, movie. Get your head in the game. Aggie like
0: reaches her hand in through like a magic portal and pulls her in. And this is their secret clubhouse. And it's. Rad which is as dope. How. Which
1: is dope. It's so rad. It's like they've
0: got like like drawers of like of like potions and stuff and this big fireplace with a pumpkin. And
1: yeah, there's like that big back wall, like all those tiny little drawers. It's really cool. It's real
0: dope. And so uh this is and then uh all the kids take off their human suits because they can relax in here. This was uh, cool
1: and cute. This is cool.
0: It's cool. It's it's pretty neat. We see everybody out of costume. and I like uh, this reveal. And also, it really makes you like look back in stark contrast. To, do you remember how bad the Halloween Town makeup was in Halloween Town 1? Like They, yes. put, a, they put actual elbow grease into this. Like they also, actually paint the um, guy's face blue and the stuff. The
1: werewolf is really cute.
0: Okay. He is. Uh, I don't remember and, his
1: name, but whoever unzips to be a werewolf, his human actor is hot.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you meant the werewolf was hot, and I was like, Emma, you and the Monster Boys? You just can't get enough."
1: No, not as a werewolf. As a human, he's very attractive.
0: Pete. His name is Pete. And if you can't accept him as a werewolf, you don't deserve him as human. Whatever. Also, also, his costume is really good. Like, they put, again, they put real elbow grease in. Oh,
1: that's a is cute. Yeah. Her, like, pink. She's like, I like their iteration of, like, this troll kind of being, like, a Justin Timberlake Anna Kendrick troll.
0: Yes, and it works. I like it too. Oh, also, hang on, real quick, by the way, we said, like, all these monsters take off their human suits, by the way. That just means getting, like, new clothes for Cassandra and Lucas, because they're just witches Oh, yeah,
1: they're literally the exact same.
0: Yeah, it's just, uh, Cassandra just puts on, like, a big robe, and then Lucas puts on, like, a. I think I would just call him Lucas. I mean, Ethan.
1: Also, like, by big robe, like, literally, something from Party City. they throw on this cassandra girl like a witch's cloak the other thing i wanted to say was i do love did love the human suit of the little fairy the wood nymph the little wood yeah. fairy yeah or sure her whole thing like dims up and falls to the ground and she's just like a tiny little fairy she's cute yeah
0: it's cute uh but i think that's the last we see at it. school for the day and they all go home and then uh the head council guy from halloween town calls marnie or calls aggie to to like ask how the day went. I think his name is Dalloway. I think his name I know his first name is Edgar. I think it's Edgar Dalloway or Galloway.
1: Uh When I is think, that like, dot filled in for us? I think
0: like here or maybe a bit later. Uh where he's like because he asks, like, oh, so how did everything go today? And she's like, Great, everyone seems to be fitting in good. And he's like, and there wasn't any danger. And then she's like, Nope, nothing to be afraid about. And then I think he says, like, oh, my son uh certainly wouldn't be afraid of anything or something like along those lines but i don't think it's explicitly stated until a little bit later uh but Got so that's it. the that's the extent of the phone call is just hit him as saying how'd everything go any danger no great okay cool but then all the kids come out and are like danger what did he mean the knights like what?" and i was like guys nothing happened what are you scared about it's really a weird scene
1: also like they are so unconcerned about the possibility of losing their magic.
0: Well, yes, because they're also, as we've seen in all the films, the Cromwells are very full of themselves because they know they're <laughs> really great at magic. So they're like, ah, we're going to crush this. Don't worry about it.
1: Like, even when things start to get a little bit real here, like, they're still, like, it's a, not until, like, again this is a pacing thing. Until, like, the very fourth quarter, they're like, fuck, we might actually lose our magic. They are very confident that they're well,
0: totally it does, fine. It, it it does drive a wedge between her and Aggie later on. When but they, in the when,
1: vi- at the very end, well, no, no, about
0: in the middle when like half the kids leave, then like Aggie's oh, okay. like, "Was it? It was like it wasn't your place to bet our magic, and now we might lose it, you dumb idiot." And then she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Uh but but in any case, so the kids come out, and they're like, "Oh, the knights?" And they're like, "Nah, there's no knights. Don't worry about it. It's cool, kids." Um, so then it cuts to the next day at school. And, uh, they're like walking in, and then she's like, uh, and I think Kel, uh, see, I almost called her Kelsey. I think Natalie uh the troll girl is like hey you don't need to walk us to our classes we know where they are
1: what did we miss the scene where she debriefs with the mom and grandma and she's like i met a boy he uh, likes me or is that oh, yeah coming
0: that up? that happened no that happened at the house you're right i skipped that
1: and she's like and i'm just like confident bitch i love it like not just like oh i don't know but this guy she's like i met a boy he likes me i like him let's have, make it happen. like she immediately marnie is like he is into me, we are into each other, this is happening.
0: Yeah, she's like into we should
1: all live with the confidence of Marnie.
0: we if only. Um because speaking of which, so they're walking in and then they're like, You don't need to show us where class are like, you know, I just want to make sure everything goes okay. Uh then he shows up and she's like, Oh, hey, hey guys, go on to your classes. You don't need me to show them where you are. <laughs> and
1: like uh, I said again, Marnie immediately risking it for the biscuit. Like yeah. she uh, this is this did you not learn your lesson in the last movie, Marnie?
0: No, 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 no. She didn't learn anything.
1: Thank God he doesn't end up bad because she's like immediately willing to throw these kids directly under the bus just to get some ass.
0: Marty hasn't even learned any magic since the last movie. She definitely didn't learn a lesson. True. Uh, but so, she, and she, you're right, she immediately starts like standing there, like twirling her hair, being like, hey, how's it going, Cody? Uh, and he's like, yeah, so uh I waited for you after school, which creepy. He is a stalker it's in this ri- movie. And she doesn't care. <laughs> she's no, just like, she's oh. happy about it. Yeah, she's just like, awesome, you waited for me? That's so nice. That's not creepy or anything, even though we only talked for five seconds yesterday. For the first time ever. And then she's like, you talking to him and like twirling her hair and like fluttering her eyes and then aggie is in like a stairway across like across the courtyard motioning to her and she's like don't talk to the guy like they can't talk and she that happens for a little while and then she's like i'm sorry i gotta go and she runs away and then he's like oh cool and then he's like hey marnie do you want to go out with me on saturday yeah, that was that was, that like mid like he cuts her off, she cuts her off off mid sentence, and then he's like, "Yeah, that was worth three hours in front of the bathroom mirror," which that was a good joke. You can't lie, that was a good but joke. Like
1: who is he saying that to himself? Nobody? Yeah, 'cause Yeah, because he's a crazy person. Because
0: he's <This is> crazy. <laughs> so the, she goes up and she's like, "Could you not clearly see that I'm trying to get some D over here, Grandma?" I was yeah. My she's eyes like, "Can fluttering. you get
1: up out of my space when I'm trying to score?"
0: Right, and then she's like, "Well, look here, we have a problem," and she's like, "What?" And someone drew a giant iron dagger in, like, chalk on the sidewalk. I don't know how Noah noticed that.
1: Yeah, it's also, like, artfully done.
0: Oh, it, it's done so well. Like, I was, we're led to believe, again, spoilers, the principal is the knight. I guess he drew it, and he did a great job. Like he, great job. He, he has a future in that field. He also even, like, made the cross guard into the grass. Like, is that just on the concrete? Like, he went above and beyond to draw this dagger. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And so they're like, this is bad. The knights are apparently real, or it still exists or whatever. I had a known
1: year, like, zero to a hundred real quick with the knights. Yeah. Like, they are, they're not stressed about losing their magic. It is a non-threat, and then all of a sudden, like, we are in it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's kind of, a, it is a cool concept to me, because it's like, well, what would the kids from Halloween Town be afraid of? Like, they'd need something to be afraid of, because, you know, morals are afraid of them, but what are mm-hmm. they be afraid of? So they had to create these knights but the problem is, and I've touched on this earlier, is that that really doesn't vibe with how we understood the creation of Halloween Town. Our understanding yes, of it—it it was... does not at all. Our understanding of it was that they were just like, man, mortals are dicks up to us. And I guess you could say the knights were a part of that, but it's very clear the knights want to straight up kill them all. Like they, yeah, wonder. Like they want like the world to be pure of magic and stuff like that. So it so doesn't kind of gel, but it's a cool idea. Like so, I kind of am forgiving of it. But so, uh, she makes some rain out of nothing to wash the chalk away, um, and then Flanagan comes in and is like, oh, hey, Aggie, really sorry, we're gonna try you teaching another subject, because apparently you could just shuffle teachers around every other day really at this nilly school. nilly at this
1: school. Also, this is another time they do the fucking bag gag, right? Where Marnie's, like, wrestling it? Yes,
0: the, again, the bag comes into play. Um, there's also, like, the start of where Marnie sees that, uh, Aggie and this guy have, like, a a far too friendly okay, relationship okay
1: alright what is the age difference between these two people no judgment but I just want to know where Aggie is swinging They, I have to be 30 years difference in age
0: oh I don't think it's that bad I mean I think they're relatively I mean he's got like gray hair I mean I don't know I mean, black don't crack, baby. Uh He's black, by the way.
1: Uh, <laughs> I also said, like, give De- give Debbie Reynolds a posthumous Oscar. Holy shit! Like, she's so like committed in this scene to like the rain spell and like flirting with this principal. Like, she is again. I said it earlier, giving it a hundred and ten percent. So,
0: like, yeah, because she's like, oh, Phil, and he, she's like, hey, Aggie, and then she's like, Aggie, Phil. Oh, you guys are on a first name basis. Which really doesn't mean anything, but whatever. Um but so yeah, she's teaching history now, and we go in for uh Marnie to sit down in that class. And and this is this is a much better scene of her trying to teach, in my opinion, where she's like, Oh, the Renaissance and Columbus was such a fool, he couldn't find his socks, let alone a new continent. And I was like, Wow, this movie's woke, recognizing that Columbus was an idiot and didn't do jack. Yeah,
1: wow, this movie was ahead of its time. <laughs> it was.
0: Then Cody's in this class too, of course, and he hands her a note that says, Do you want to go out on Saturday? And he, she's like, yeah. And then he's like, yes.
1: He's so fucking hype,
0: like visibly hype. Like I would, I genuinely thought that like, again, because I didn't remember the exact details of the film. I thought maybe the main bad guy had put him under some kind of love obsession spell with Marnie to like stick close to her at all times. So he was like, it
1: almost seems magic. It almost yeah. I thought like, oh, he's definitely like a knight or like under an evil warlock spell. Like this is just this dude's normal personality. No,
0: he's just so into Marnie. It's so crazy. Uh, then Aggie starts to do a bad job teaching saying some dumb like nonsense that isn't in the history book or whatever and then Marnie does a spell to move all the clocks forward, so the bell rings. And I thought she like actually moved time forward or something. And I was like, Whoa. she didn't.
1: She just fucked up the clocks. Yeah, which because, seems like a lame, lame way to do this. Right. Because okay.
0: in the next scene, you hear someone come over the beam and are like, "Can maintenance please fix all the clocks in the rooms?" Because like, and and that, that's another thing in this movie is none of the mortals asks ask nearly enough questions about what the hell is going on.
1: Oh, near no, no, nowhere near or... enough questions about what happened there.
0: No, everyone's just like, eh. uh, so then we go to lunch. Uh, Cody's like, hey, would it be, uh, crazy if I, uh, saved a seat for you at lunch? And she's like, oh no, it's sweet, you crazy obsessed maniac. But, uh, actually, I'm looking for my kids. Have you seen any of them? And then he's like, "Oh, there's a one of them, and it's Cassie, and she's around a table of uh teenage guys eating." And the sound designer, for some reason, decided to just like cut. These in. sounds are
1: disgusting. These sounds are disgusting. Yeah, but no, but it's
0: not just like like food being mashed together because the joke is that they're teenage boys and they cram as much food in their mouths and then try and talk. But there's like legit like pig noises, like like it's really weird.
1: Also, in this scene, when Cody comes up to Marnie in the lunchroom. Um, they are both wearing cargo pants, which I just thought was something you guys needed to know, because I got my eyes on it.
0: Um, but so she's like, Cassie, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm studying the eating habits of humans. Uh, apparently just cramps my food and try and talk. And then she's like, that's Teenage Boys. Where's everybody else? Oh, they're where they always are. And she's like, huh? And so then we cut to the clubhouse. Again, we don't see nearly enough of the clubhouse in this movie. Um, so she comes in and she's like, guys, what are you all doing here? And they're like, what are you talking about? Like, we're hanging out, you know, we get to wear are not we don't have to wear our human disguises here and she's like we don't have to we can just be chill and she's like no guys the whole point of this is that you will blend in and you know like get yourselves out there like oh bobby uh or no pete pete and she's like here catch and she takes an apple and throws it in the air and like pete like climbs the walls and grabs it in his mouth and she's like see you should try out for the football team and then she's like uh chester what do you should try out for the wrestling team and he's like oh well, i don't really like wrestling and then she goes, uh, oh, what do you like? And he's like, I like stamps. And he has a book of stamps. And I was like, how does he know what stamps are? Yeah, do they have stamps in Halloween town? Why would you need a postal system when people can do magic? <laughs> what? Uh, but it I do, no but I love Kimberly J. Brown's livery of, well, there's a club for that. Two. And uh she's like, come on, guys, just like put yourself out there. You're a wood nymph, uh, Nancy. Join the gardening club. Come on, make some friends. And guys, it is time for a musical montage. Oh, Lucas Grabial's character also like, wants to be in a play, Lu- which was the funny. Lucas
1: Grabiel's ambition is theater. Yeah. Does he just ryan from high school musical? Is that how <laughs> lazy we are with this character?
0: Yeah, I would you know what would be fun amazing is if like secretly. Lucas, great uh, Ethan from Halloween Town decided to leave the Halloween Town world, come to the world, and then be and go
1: really deep in his and theater then, career. And you know and, and then and maybe then be transferred to East High.
0: You no, know, and then bewitched Sharpay's family into thinking that he's their son, and then went to East High and p- embraced theater career. Wow, <laughs> Lucas,
1: are you writing fanfic about this? You've really thought this through.
0: Hey, I mean, I just came up with it right now. Uh, but yeah, so he wants to be in a play. But we're gonna do a musical montage now of everybody doing stuff they're good at. And it's like Lucas Yay! and it's like Lucas Grabeel auditioning for a play, and uh, Pete playing football. Yeah, every, everybody's doing it. They're putting their themselves out there. But in any case, uh, it's it's a whatever montage. It just shows us things are happening because that is the problem with having all these characters is that like you really can't get much to like. Characterization or development out of them. They're just like traits X, X, and X, you know? Yes. But uh we are going to take a break right here and we will come back and see how it all falls down, I suppose. Oh, wow. So, also, fun. I actually have a song I get to play the, during the interstitial because this is the first Halloween time movie to have a song associated with it.
1: Is it the, is it the, the Strange World? The Strange World, World
0: song, yeah, I get to play it. I that.
1: fucking knew it. Okay, Lucas, literally, as I was watching this movie, it's so crazy how, like, you can tell. Like, there's music throughout this whole movie, and the minute the Halloween Town comes out, I was like, this is a DCOM original song. I was like, who did they make sing this? Like, this is a DCOM original cover of Living in a Strange World. Uh-huh. I knew it was, yeah. I knew it was that song. I yep. didn't even Google it. Yeah. I knew it.
0: No, yeah, normally I just do like, a uh, whatever Halloween thing, but now I got a song to play. So don't conjure yourself a portal back to Halloween Town, mainly because they don't have a set for it, uh, cause <laughs> we'll be right back.
1: We don't have the budget for Halloween Town this year, folks.
0: No, no, we don't get
1: trapped in your witch's glass. Ah, that's better. Damn
0: it. Okay, so this montage ends. And, Wait, can we
1: did we talk about the fact that there's a knight in their clubhouse? Oh, no. Why would yeah, they have so a knight in their clubhouse if that's what has historically haunted them?
0: Um, No, yes, that is incredibly dumb. And I don't know if it's here or later that we see that there is a person inside In the it.
1: suit, which again, who the fuck is that? Guess what? We never know. That doesn't even lead to anything. I think it's supposed
0: to be Edgar, which I okay, can't Yeah, we'll because a now.
1: non- Magic person can't get into that clubhouse. Where that is a right. rule that has been set up.
0: Uh, so I'm assuming it's the e- D- Dalloway, the evil bad guy. But again, it's ex- except for one scene later, it's exclusively for the benefit of the audience so they know someone's watching. Yes. Um. But so then we cut back to the Cromwell house. They are all like gearing up, ready to go outside. And who rolls up but Cody? And he's like, hey, Marty, And she's like, oh, hey, what's up? And he's like... Uh, you know, I thought we had a date today, and she's like, "Oh well, <laughs> uh, shouldn't we go on our first date for uh, some dumb thing?"
1: This he conversation makes, is truly like two people on math. It makes no sense. Um, it's no. very clear that he thinks their dates happening now, but there was a miscommune, and she thought it was at night, and it's during the day.
0: Yeah, because he apparently he just sent wrote her a note. Do you want to go out this Saturday? And, and there was yes. no follow up
1: conversation. Nope. <laughs> Nope.
0: Know about when I'll be by to pick you up. Know about where we're going. Know about how I got your address. Phones exist in creepier. this
1: universe. Like, why not give her a ring or a text?
0: Well, that actually would have been funny if she didn't have a cell phone or something because, you know, she's magic. It just has a witch's glass.
1: But, like, how did he get her address? No, he knows know. where she lives because he's a stalker.
0: Mm-hmm. But, uh, she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I promised I'd take everybody to the mall so uh how about can we just do tonight like i thought was happening and he's like yeah sure no problem and so then they leave. They all climb into the... Uh, the Clown car. Uh, clown car. And and then he's like, whoa, where'd everybody go? Because, you know, it's like, how could all those people... He witnesses go
1: so much magic before he realizes there's yeah. something up.
0: That's like, nobody asks enough questions in this movie. He does ask questions eventually. <laughs> when
1: he's literally in the air on a broomstick, he's like, wait a second.
0: <laughs> uh, so they roll up to the mall. And Marty's like trying to give like a tour guidey like, uh, oh, so this is the mall. You know, it's where humans come and shop and, you know, hang out and everything. Thing. And like while she's talking the kids start to like peel off and go and do their own things and then Aggie's like Oh, who are you talking to? And then she's like, oh, that you know They don't even need her. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter where they're from teenagers or teenagers. They <laughs> love them all. Everybody just kind of goes off and does like shopping or like plays mini golf. The only thing of note that the teens do is that uh, Natalie the troll doll co- goes with Dylan to the arcade to play uh, some video games and uh, he's like, oh, you did pretty good. But notice uh, who's up top. It's uh, like Blaster Master. Blaster, Blaster Dude. Or something like that. Blaster Dude. So yeah, he's like, Blaster Dude, guilty as charged, you know, created this game. And then she's like, oh, well, not for long. I could sit and play this game with you all day. And then she's like, oh, hey, why are your glasses fogging up? And he's like, oh, no reason. And they have like a weird romance in this movie, which I kind of was into. I was, but like, it okay, I was it? into it too, but then they don't
1: pay it off. Well, no, they do pay it off because but they don't end up together it, they're no, because they're disgusted by each other, which seems to defeat right. the whole purpose of this movie. It does. It does. Well, it more
0: defeats the purpose of like, so Dylan. Okay. Hang on. We'll get into it in a second. Uh, we'll come back to this. Uh, anyway. So yeah, they, they're they doing that and she's walking around with Aggie and then she's like, oh, so what's the deal with that boy or whatever? And she's like, oh, you know, it just had a little mix up. It's not a big deal. Uh, he's just like a guy or whatever. And she's like, "Oh, well, that's such a shame, since he drove all the way here to track us down." And I was like, "How is that not a million red flags?
1: A million red and, flags, ladies! A million and, red and, flags, and, and ladies!" She,
0: he's, he's like looking in a window, and she, well, Marty's like, "What?" And he's like looking in, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, Marty, Aggie, what are you guys doing here? Of all the malls?" And then she's like, "There's only
1: one mall, mall in this city, you psycho."
0: And 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 here's the thing: this wouldn't be creepy had he just said, "Oh, why don't I come with you? I'd like to go to the mall." And then they could have been like, okay, but I mean, you're gonna have to deal with the clown car thing, I guess. But, uh, other than that, it wouldn't have been creepy at all, but he decided to secretly follow them to the mall. And also, it's like, very she weird. said no,
1: dude. She said tonight, if, if I, if someone's trying to date me, I'm like, you know what? Not now. I have to lead my band of gremlins around like i want them to respect my no and let me you know get fresh and put my highlight on for the evening and then meet me when i say so don't be like surprising me with your presence it takes a lot of time to dress up this pig okay like that's really (laughs) annoying that she just keeps like fucking showing up where he's not wanted
0: there's also a weird moment like we were saying with marnie being so having that cromwell confidence uh there's this weird moment where she has like a crisis of conscience here where she's like oh i don't know if he'll like really like me or something like that or like i i don't or like i've got too much going on there's some weird thing where she's like maybe i shouldn't like pursue this and then he shows up and she's like oh hey what's up cody uh well you know i'd really like to hang out but i can't leave my uh grandmother by herself and then freaking the principal shows up and is like aggie oh so glad you're you're here, can't And then they, like, go off and have their own, like, side date that she arranged. Everyone apparently. is trying
1: to get their dick wet at this mall. Well, love story.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But so then, uh, they go like, food court, like, hang out, you know, like teens do, guys.
1: Also, Marnie's wearing a terrible bucket hat this entire scene. Do you remember what I'm talking about?
0: I, I mean, I remember her wearing a bucket hat. I don't remember. It's a horrendous, and I said,
1: that. if she gets ass in this bucket hat, she's an American hero. She's braver <laughs> than the troops. Like, it is a... <laughs> truly heinous orange bucketette
0: um so uh then it cuts to some of the kids walking around on uh, the mall and there's like a halloween like pop-up shop in the uh, one of the stores and it's got like you know freaky monster mannequins with like wolf heads and like grotesque trolls obviously nothing like bloody because it's Disney channel um but then they're like wow so this is how they see us like you know it's like we're some kind of joke or something like that uh it's like it's offensive uh, especially Alyssa Rillands and Natalie is like oh so like this is a travesty and then uh and it's and then I think these are the same like weird bullies from the science class in the beginning come by the shop and are like oh man look at how look at all this Halloween stuff such a lame holiday
1: this fight doesn't really make any sense
0: <laughs> no because first of all he says that but he clearly, like, steps so they all hear it. Yeah. Like, he's clearly saying it to them. But also, them. why
1: are they defending Halloween when they just said, like, that depiction of Halloween is fuck? Yeah, it's really
0: confusing. He just says, man, Halloween's a lame holiday. And then he's like, you're the one that's lame. Or, sorry, Ethan, Luke's Graybill is like, you're the one that's lame. And he's like, what? And even he seems kind of confused by it at first. He's like, wait, what are you talking about? And then he's like, you, you know, just because it's, like, different and strange doesn't mean it's, like bad or lame or whatever and then this guy is the most like soft-spoken ineffectual disney channel bully we've seen oh he
1: is a literal nothing burger he does nothing well no
0: it's not even that he's not even like well whatever dude just like don't step to me or anything he just says like look i don't know what you're talking about but just like back off and he gives him like the lightest like two finger shove to one of the shoulders where he's just like "Eh." and then like i was like what the hell was that and then like they all like back up Lucas Graviel and, like, a fight breaks out.
1: This fucking hat on Lucas (laughs) Graviel that he is wearing. This costume designer was clearly hired on HSM after this and she was just warming up for her swan song, which was HSM. Also, this was where I made the note about when they the this magic smoke comes in at fight and it reveals them to all be their true Halloween selves. Like, their human suits are gone and they're all in the middle of the mall, like in their Halloween town things. And that's when I saw that woman on the ground meowing and I was like, is she just a cat?
0: Well I mean Emma, you gotta remember, in Halloween Town one, a lot of the creatures were just like person plus animal. Like that's it was just what it yes,
1: was. Yes, yes. That's what a lot uh, of that's what that woman is.
0: Yeah. And then also when they're all de uh humaned, uh Dylan's just like, Oh, you're a troll to uh, Natalie. What
1: the fuck did he think was going on? He's living in this house with them.
0: I, he I think he's just like I think he's just like, Oh man, I can't believe I was going to bone you. <laughs> like, oh, gross. And it's, it's rough. But so they like all run out of the mall because like, people are like running and screaming because, you know, there was a magical mist and there's, there's now like a, uh, a
1: cat woman on the ground yeah. meowing. Yeah.
0: And, and then they notice a dagger stuck in a pumpkin of the display. And then they're like, Oh snap. It's a knife. It's a knife, knife day, okay. dagger. They're like, run to the car. Go, go, go. And, uh, so they all come home and it's like on the news and stuff like where it's like oh weird monsters appeared but no one's gonna ask any questions about it (laughs) for the rest of the film
1: it's on Um, the news i didn't realize it was on the news yeah it's on the the news i
0: remember it's on the news because uh freaking sophie's watching the news on the couch and she says man i miss everything and you do miss everything Sophie. and And that's the last time we see her in the movie i'm pretty sure (laughs) you even miss the
1: ending of this film
0: i don't you know what i'm not even really sure if they say sophie's name in this movie
1: I don't I know if like she's they, ever introduced. I feel like they say her name,
0: like, maybe one time. But she's never, like, introduced as a character. Like, it's, it's so weird. So they're, like, all rush inside into their rooms. Then Aggie's like, I'm gonna make us all some hot chocolate. Let's just calm down. And I believe Marnie gets... Is this where Marnie gets swept up by the council again? Yes. Yeah. So uh, they're like, oh, the, the Halloween council's waiting for you in your room. And uh, she gets, you know thrown up there by magic and back into the weird council space and they're like ah we told you this was gonna happen freaking the knights still are around humans haven't changed you're an idiot but because like you, you, we could tell you really believe in this here's what we'll say everybody goes back to Halloween town you can keep your magic uh but we're gonna close the portal that's what we're thinking that's where we're at and then she's like uh no the portal definitely should stay open and I think the kids are gonna be fine uh like it's gonna be cool don't worry about it and i'm gonna as long and i have my magic also we didn't bring up she has her magic until midnight on halloween
1: also she's so pissed that everyone's not taking her seriously in this meeting i'm like maybe if you took off that goddamn bucket hat they might take you a little bit more seriously you're dressed like a fool uh but also
0: like yeah so they give her until halloween on midnight Uh, midnight on halloween to clear this up because these movies for some reason always need a ticking clock like, why? Always,
1: <laughs> like, there's always, and it's always been out Halloween, isn't it?
0: For the first two movies, it was because that's when the portal closed, which yes. made sense. But now it's just like, eh, whatever, L- arbitrary time. But so she, like, magically adjourns the meeting. It's kind of boss, I liked it. Where she's just like, meeting adjourned! Uh, and then Gwen comes in and comforts her with some hot chocolate, and she like, Floats a tray in and, like, they, like, have these little, like, marshmallow spiders, which I think are so cute. I always really like This just
1: the seemed like spider. a waste of CGI budget, but okay. It
0: was cute. Also, Gwen says, oh, man, why don't I like using magic again? And I'm like, uh, because you loved your husband more than magic and then stopped using it when you came to the mortal world? Did these writers forget everything about Gwen's character? Yes,
1: what's happened before. They have, they pay no due to the things that have come before them. Uh,
0: but so basically what has happened, they don't really... It addressed it directly until later, but some, like, half the kids went home. Like, some of yes, the kids Yes, they were just like,
1: disappear. I don't know exactly which kids, because I didn't care to learn much about them anyway. The only people that are still there are Lucas Graebiol.
0: It's... wait, I mean, Hang on. They lose the cat girl. They lose Nancy the wood nymph. They lose the zombie guy. And they lose the gremlin. But we keep um, the
1: ogre, the werewolf, Ethan.
0: Cass- Cassie and... Control. The, uh, troll the only
1: people that we they ever right. gave any decent screen time to, anyway. Exactly.
0: Yes. the The main character, the main side characters. Also, there is a decent joke where uh, Lucas Gribble wants to go home, but his dad won't let him, and this is where we get confirmation that his dad is uh, the. That man yeah, looks too
1: old to be. Le- There's something about their relationship doesn't add up in my mind, but I'll just leave it at that.
0: It's Halloween Town. Ages are weird. Uh, Because he's like, she's like, oh, I thought you guys would have gone home now. And he's like, I tried. My dad won't let me. And then Cassie like hits him. And he's like, we are here for you. (laughs) Which is, again, pretty good.
1: I wish that Ethan just had like played a more central role. So then this reveal like mattered to me. I I don't know. I know. I
0: get it. It it does. They could have been done better for sure.
1: What happens next? I don't know.
0: So then we go to school the next day. Dylan's trying to apologize to Natalie for freaking out on her about being a troll because he's like, it was just really shocking because you know normally you look so cute and stuff, just to see you with like a big pink puffball freaked me out. And then she's like, do you think this is cute? I think I look hideous like this. Back home, I am beautiful. It's I'm, like, a, I'm junior a junior miss. miss.
1: I, I laughed and at then, that
0: joke. And then and, and then he's like, wait, so you think I'm? And it's, she's like, oh my god, you're so ugly, Dylan. You're the worst. Like God, like you're repulsed by you. But you were, like, really nice to me and, like, sweet. And I thought that's all that mattered. Which, okay, so what you'd think is going to happen is that Dylan's going to get over his racism. Yeah. And realize that he likes her for who she is. And it doesn't matter. Why she is this look.
1: not what happens? And,
0: and, and it doesn't matter that she looks human on the outside.
1: Wouldn't what that be the lesson the to teach children? Exactly. But <laughs> what happens, really,
0: is they both decide, you know what, we're both cool on the inside, so it doesn't matter but you know what we're gonna be friends we don't we're so we're why still
1: they're like you're still, too disgusting just, for me to ever love but yeah, we'll be that's friends what it is, i as guess as like, like why is that the lesson that we have to send kids home with it's so confusing
0: they get over the fact that they their fight here they get over the fight but they're like but you're still really ugly to me so it doesn't but you're just matter.
1: you're still a fucking wreck to look at so we i can't do this yeah uh so then there's like a
0: freak out that like the locker has been broken into the hideout and, uh, because, like, the door is all dented. There was also a scene earlier where the, the knight, like, knocked on the door and everyone was like, oh, what was that? Oh, uh, it was nothing, whatever. But, like, so the d- door of the locker is, like, all torn off and, like, broken into. And they go inside and they're like, uh, it's her, just her and Cassie. And she's like, oh, well, everything looks fine. Uh, well, Cassie, why don't you stay here alone and then wait for everybody to come back? I'm sure it's fine. Like, what the hell, Marty? I
1: literally like, said, how about you don't leave her alone? In the room that you put a night costume in, you dumb fuck.
0: Yeah, it's really stupid. Um and then so she goes into the gym. Aggie's teaching gym now. Um, and they, they this is what I was saying earlier, is that her and Aggie kind of like have a are in like a fight right now because like since some of the kids get home, Aggie now thinks like, oh, we might seriously lose our magic and like it wasn't yours to bet, and now we're in this horrible now, situation. Now, and that's
1: what I'm saying about the pacing. It's like now we're like, holy shit. Like now I feel like I have been they've sprinkled speed all over this movie and I'm like, whoa, 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 oh my god, now they're fighting about the magic, it wasn't a problem five minutes ago but now it's a huge problem and like i it's a lot, a lot fast
0: it is, but also here's what I'm saying about the fact that In the other two movies, we would never have seen this interaction. We would never have seen, like, Debbie Reynolds and Marnie, like, as equals, talking to each other about, like, what's going on and all this stuff. Because they're always like, oh, we got to do this, we got to do this. Grandma, what do we do? Grandma, what do we do? But, like, the fact that Debbie Reynolds is so present in this movie and plays such an important role is, like, both good for uh, Marnie's development as a character and just because it makes the movie better, obviously. And, like, I I really like these scenes that they're just talking. But so they they like Marnie like storms off cuz like uh, also Aggie's raising suspicion about Cody cuz she's like, "Whoa, what's that boy?" Like you certainly. I came also out like nowhere.
1: love how she has the audacity to be like, "How dare you be suspicious of this mysterious boyfriend who just started at the school who looks like a psycho?" Who's and been like literally me. the plot of the last movie was Marnie's dick chasing getting us all in trouble like we're allowed to use past events to inform current suspicions marnie like we are we are right to be skeptical of your taste in men because it proved troublesome only a few years ago
0: or apparently a few days ago depending on how far. either a
1: decade or a few days ago we're not sure
0: we're not sure um and so uh she storms off and then as she's walking she gets pulled dramatically into a closet and i was like oh damn what's this and then it's just cody And I was like, Cody, you didn't have to, like, pull her into the closet. You just needed to talk to her. Why did you do this?
1: No, yeah, that was also not necessary.
0: No reason. And then he's like, hey, so can you maybe give me some answers to what the hell is going on? (laughs) Why are you running off all the time?
1: Could you maybe just fill in a few of the many blanks I have?
0: Yeah, it's like, why are you running off all the time? Why is your grandma... Like have apparently magic looking stuff powers. Why? Where? What's what's up with that locker you go to all the time? And then she's like, "You know about the locker?" And he's like, "Yeah, I totally spied on you and read the note that your grandma gave you." Which she's like, "Oh man, grandma was right. Look, I don't know what you're playing at, dude, but I swear to God, if you mess with me or my Halloween Town friends, I'll freaking end your life." And he's like, <laughs> uh, "I will okay. end you." What? And he's like, "What are you talking about?" We. This also. This is also intercut a bunch with Cassie going around the clubhouse, and then the night coming to life and taking her. So Cassie's been kidnapped. We had a a uh, kidnapping that has occurred.
1: Yeah, she's in a witch's glass because obviously we should not have left her alone in the clubhouse. But hindsight's twenty twenty, I guess. Well, we go home
0: first, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, they got to Cassie! How terrible! All of us are in danger!" And Marty's like, "Yeah, you guys are right. We need to send you home. Clearly, something weird's going on. Doesn't matter if I lose all my magic. Your safety is the most important thing." And then Aggie's like, "Actually." I've got a better, I got a better plan. You see, I put a spell when I made the clubhouse. No non-human, no mortals can enter it. Only, uh, people from Halloween Town can. So. It has to be someone from Halloween Town messing with us, trying to fail this program so the portal will be closed. And then Dylan says, or it could be one of us, and then Marnie just elbows him. And I was like, wait, no, that's a good point. It could be one of the kids.
1: That was a good observation. Why was he, why was he silent for the first time ever?
0: That's a good, that's a good question, Dylan. For the first time, you're useful to the story. And Marnie's just like, no, this is my movie. And so, uh... They're like, so clearly something's going on. It's we really need to figure out what. And then she's like, "Oh, I think I saw something go by the window." Um, everyone keep talking. Gwen does this. I'm gonna go out. I'll check it out. Also, also, yeah, they say if Cassie's being, we can't find Cassie if she's being held hostage somewhere. The only thing that can hold. A witch like this is a witch's glass.
1: The only thing. There is one thing
0: in this universe. But also that's crazy because I thought witch's glasses were just cell phones. But apparently they're also prisons for <laughs> magical people. Which, wow. All <laughs> I right. thought
1: they were simply cell phones. But apparently they are also maximum security prisons.
0: Uh, and then they're like, and then Aggie's like, does anyone have a witch's glass? And then someone's like, oh, Ethan has one so he can talk to his dad. And then she's like, oh, go get it. And then Marty's like, don't you have one, Aggie? And then she's like, bah, bah, bah. And this is where we get that Aggie has already, like, pieced it together. But, like, she wants to Sherlock Holmes hoist the bad guys by their own petard, pretty what? much. Oh, yeah, you didn't pick up on that?
1: No! Wait, what? She knows oh.
0: already at this point? Oh, yeah, she totally has this all together.
1: Absolutely. Are you fucking kidding me? I did not oh. realize that.
0: Oh no, she definitely does because she says at, tells Dylan to go get his witch's glass. He doesn't do that. She sees him leave the house in the middle of the night, and then at the end, we see that she had the witch's glass, like listening in, so everyone in Halloween Town heard the bad guy's plan because she oh, wanted oh, to right. hoist them she by their own petard. She does see patard. him
1: leave in the middle of the night. She yeah, does okay, tell Marty, so she does fully know by the time yes. that it is. Re- that was the other thing. I, I was kind of shocked by this movie. I was like, we're revealing, like, the bad guy, like, a full 25... There's, like, 30, 25 minutes left to go in this movie, and they reveal who the bad guy is.
0: But, but yes, Aggie's on top of it, but she wants to, like, do, like, a Sherlock Holmes parlor scene type thing, where she reveals it to everybody later and be dramatic about it, because it's that's just who she is.
1: She lives for drama. What can we say? Right.
0: Uh, but so there's someone creeping around, and they keep talking... Lose. Uh, Ethan goes against Witch Glass. Gwen goes outside, sees someone creeping around, and then throws a spell at him, knocks him out. And she comes back in. She's like, "Hey, so we have a problem," um, and it's Cody. She knocked him out, and he apparently thought, "You know what?" This girl said some crazy things to me about, like, me being some kind of evil knight. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get her some flowers, show up at her house unannounced at at night, and, like, walk around the back of the house creepily. Wait, also, Luke,
1: I just realized I'm, like, so behind on my notes because they make literally no sense. I, this is the best this is the best note I wrote the entire time. I'm fuck I'm either fucking lost or I'm fucking drunk. Did they set up this witch's glass thing? <laughs> did we know that they trap you? And they didn't, right? No, that no. comes out of nowhere.
0: All we know is that they're cell phones and then they're like <laughs>
1: Okay. I was like, did I miss? I was like, remember being drunk watching it. And I was like, did they say that in the beginning that you can get trapped in it or like go inside them? Um, so they didn't set that up. Okay. Just clarifying for me. past me. Good.
0: Uh, yes. So uh, she knocks Cody on his ass. Uh, With magic. And then they're like, oh, come on, Gwen. Like, it's the boy that I like who is super into me. And he brought me flowers. Damn it, Mom! Can't you see? I'm trying to get some D over here. Yeah, Mom, stop. She cock her heart. She's like, I'm sorry. I thought there was a guy creeping around her house. It's not my bad. He'll, He'll wake up soon, I think. Then we cut to, uh, Ethan in his room getting his witch's glass And he gets it out, and it's just like, you know, a little handheld mirror. I don't think we actually described what they looked like. It's like a little square mirror. Aggie's looks like more like a hand mirror. Yeah. Um... And she, Cassie's in there, and he's like, "Cassie, what the hell are you doing in there?" And she's like, "Dude, I don't know, but let me out." And he's like, "The thing is, I can't." And she's like, "What?" And he's like, "It's complicated. Don't worry about it." Maggie comes in and like drops hints that she like kind of knows what's going on, and he's like, "Yeah, uh, good night, bye." Like kind of measuring him up. So and does she
1: not ask to see his witch's glass?
0: No, she doesn't follow that up. That's sloppy. Well, no, because she knows Emma. Obviously, if but if then it was catch a test. this
1: little bitch red-handed. Let's go.
0: No, because he clearly isn't the mastermind. This is a test. If he brought her the witch's glass with being totally chill, then he had nothing to do with it. And it's just the dad. But if he didn't, then I don't know. I'm making this bullcrap up. It's dumb.
1: You're literally writing like fan fiction right now. Like none of this no, is it's it, it's
0: it, It's just like the logic this movie tries to get you to accept. But so she sees him sneak away at night, like when everyone's in bed going somewhere, and then Marty comes in and is like, is everyone asleep? And she's like, oh, almost everyone, and doesn't mention that Ethan's running away. Um, And then she's like, how's Cody? He's like, he's fine, I'm gonna take him home. And she's like, oh, do you want to borrow the car? And she's like, no, I have my own means of transportation. And then is like, oh, more like me every day. She's and like, I was like, get it, girl. <laughs> and it, well, no, at first, I thought it was like that, being like, oh, you get that boy, get that butt. But uh, get in actuality, <laughs> but in actuality, what she means is, oh, she's going to reveal to him that magic is real and that she's a witch because apparently I, Aggie just does that.
1: Like, I hope he's good marnie is risking it all for the biscuit on this broom ride she is so
0: incredibly open for business that she is willing to like let the most put the entire, entire magical world at risk so yeah so we cut to them like cuts to him like asleep on Marnie's shoulder and it's very obvious that they're on a they're flying, but they try to like not show it, I guess. I don't know.
1: This was like a good green screen though, how they did like that like dark like moonlight filter. It made the green screen not look so yeah. terrible. It definitely looks better, makes better than it did
0: better than it did in the first movie for sure. Um and uh he's like, Oh, Marnie, what happened? And he's she's like, Oh, good, you're awake. How do you feel? And he's like, Oh, I'm okay. I got a bad taste in my mouth and she's like, Oh yeah, it's magic, it tastes terrible and he's like, Oh huh, yeah. Wait, what? And then she's like, oh, yeah, so I'm a witch. And he's like, what? That, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, I'm a witch. And he's like, no, that's stupid. And he like looks down and realizes they're on a fly broomstick. And he's like, oh, my God, oh, you know, magic's real. My entire perception of how reality works is being changed. And then he's like, calms down. And she's like, yeah, I figured you'd have that reaction. And then he's like, oh, wait, this explains so much. It's why you're always running away and why your grandma's so weird. And I was like, does that explain why she's always Doesn't running away? Does
1: it explain why she's always running away?
0: <laughs> um, but also, like, okay, so this broom broom, flank scene, uh, cause they need to have it in, of course, every film, anyone, every one of these movies, pretty much. Uh, even though the second one only had them flying through a time hole. The- here, like, Kimberly J. Brown's not doing a great job selling it because she's just like, woo, yeah, like, clearly, I'm not flying like but it, it does look the it's best it's also a
1: very tight shot on their faces
0: yes of course like so we were don't...
1: barely seeing like any broom
0: right because then they don't have to animate that much yeah um so then we they're flying and then we cut into um the principal's office and Ethan shows up there and he's like, is my-? This is when
1: they revealed the bad guy with 25 minutes left to go. And I was like, all right, well, I guess this is what's what's happening. Yeah.
0: And so the principal is playing with the, the knight ring that we've seen on the finger of the armored knight multiple times. Um, and he's playing with it. And Ethan's says, like, my dad here? He's like, no, he's not here yet. Just calm down. And then, like, we see uh, Ethan's dad, the council member, Edgar Dalloway or whatever, show up.
1: I literally, if you put a gun to my head, could not tell you his name. Whatever yeah. that actual main But also, something
0: is. to point out, because we pointed this out in the last episode on Halloween Town, is if you remember in that movie, the portal was, like, this, like, set piece. Like, it was, like, a big door with, like, gargoyles on it and, like, a timer. And, like, it looked really cool. Now it's just, like, a five-second effect where it's just, like, boop, boop. That's it. Portal's open and he walks right through. That's it. It's done.
1: Yep, that's it. Ben.
0: Uh, but he walks through and he's, like... Hey, what's up? Um, and he's like, Hey, dad, you said no one's going to get hurt, but you put Cassie in the switches glass. And he's like, Yeah, you know, I had to. And, you know,
1: I kind of feel like, <laughs> you he... know, I, you know, shit happens, man. I say a lot of things.
0: <laughs> and, and so basically they, this whole conversation is weird, but let me just break it down. Dalloway's the bad guy. He wants the portal closed forever. Um, he also wants all the Cromwell magic. So that's why he's trying to make this program fail. Uh, Ethan is like his accomplice. We don't know to how to like what extent he does stuff. Like he, all we know is that he he put, he made the magical mist to make everyone look Halloweeny, and then he put the dagger in the pumpkin of the mall. I don't know what else he did, but that's the Yeah, I don't
1: know he, what else role what other like big role he played. He's Dagger Man, but other than that
0: Yeah. Not yeah, sure. Because the rest of it we're led to believe is the principal. Cuz basically the the principal is really a stupid character once they reveal this. They they take away any Like, intrigue the principal had in this scene.
1: Yes, 100%. Because at first
0: he's, first he's like, I am the last living descendant of a long line of knights who have fought to keep the human world pure of wretched magic. And then Calloway's like, dude, you wouldn't even know about the Knights of the Iron Dagger. And it turns out, yeah, he's just a
1: fraud. They just fed him that info, right?
0: Yeah, they just said, hey, you're, you're, uh ancestors apparently hated magic do you want this cool ring and then you can be like a knight too and that's literally the only reason he does any of this he doesn't really hate magic people or like he he only does because he told them callaway told them that he should yeah he basically says like you're you wouldn't have known about it had i not told you and then he's like okay but i still get to be a knight right and he's like yeah sure whatever dude i don't care it's literally just wants to be like like we said like when someone like if someone came up to you and was like hi i'm a wizard you are the last living member of the knights of the iron dagger he was just like oh that's a dope name where do he was i like, sign I'm
1: all in on that uh, shit he's like yeah where's my dagger give it to me
0: exactly so he, i think we're led to believe he drew the dagger which again great job so yeah ethan's dad's the bad guy ethan's kind of the bad guy the principal's a bad guy then we cut back to the cromwell house uh they come up with a plan because i guess at this point aggie has kind of shared what she knows with them um so they're sending gwen in through the witch's glass to like i guess the mirror universe to Doctor cassie. Strange to find cassie uh, and then they do this weird thing where they put all their hands in and, like, the magic sparkles flow around them to, like, visualize their magic. It was weird. Um, and yeah, so she's looking for Marnie. I mean, she's looking for Cassie. they they've got their plan in motion. And hey, you know, now that Gwen's out of a picture, maybe Sophie could step up and help them do stuff. No, but no she's just... What somewhere.
1: She has TV to watch and homework to do. I guess. By the way, okay,
0: so the next scene has been set up a lot and we totally skipped over all of it.
1: Yeah, we never so, once brought up the to uh, so make they, a haunted house. Yeah, they
0: want to, they're, they're having a, hol- the school's having a Halloween carnival, and they said, oh, we should make uh, a, a booth since all the other clubs are doing that. And then Aggie's like, let's make a haunted house and that way we can like, but it also becomes like a way to like, educate people on like, Halloween creatures not Halloween actually Town's being...
1: Halloween Town's True
0: sp- Values? Something like that. It's dumb. But so then we cut to like the day before the festival with like them setting the booth up and everything and Marnie makes it with magic. Um and then Cody comes. I up hate
1: and- this. This is one of my pet peeves um that also happens in Harry Potter. I hate when people from a magical world need to be reminded of fucking magic. It's fucking sloppy mate, and it happens here where they're like they're like the people from Halloween Town are like, How are we gonna build this in time? Like the other like witches and shit are like, How are we gonna make this happen? And Marnie's like, uh, Magic and it's like do you should do you should assume magic exists, Halloween Town people, not the other way around. And then Marnie like builds it in five seconds. I hate when that happens in movies. It's so annoying.
0: I think she's saying that to Dylan too, and Dylan doesn't know anything.
1: But she's like, um, magic and the werewolf's like, oh, I'm like you're a werewolf, mate. Like, come on. Uh, also,
0: other thing. Sorry, we skipped real quick. Is that so? Um, also that morning, the morning of this thing. Uh, since like. They know, I guess they know Cody's cool now for s- somehow. I don't remember exactly how. I guess because he didn't, he, they, he got spelled. I don't know. Um, she's like, you know, if anyone's, if someone's a knight, you know, another strange person that's been getting real close to us is the principal. Maybe you're, you're the dude. They don't
1: know that Cody's good. They've never gotten convert- We don't know that for sure until the very end.
0: Right. But, uh, but so they're like, but, uh, Marnie turns around and Aggie and is like, you know, that principal you've been balling, what if he's a knight? And then she's like, Phil, please, he couldn't hurt a fly. And she's like, I don't know, I'm just saying. Uh, and then she's like, well, you did have a point, I was pretty suspicious of you. They also make up from their fight. Um, it's like, fine. And so she sets her bag to go do reconnaissance on, uh, the fi- on Phil, and we see that happen, and it's like, eats his pants or something, it's stupid. So she, Cody comes up to her at the, and it's like, hey, I had this really weird dream last night where you told me you were like, uh.
1: Also, she could have walked it back here, and she just doesn't.
0: No, no, no. She's she's all in with this guy. Um, but so she's like in the middle of making the house, and then he walks up, and then they're like, finish the spell, Marty. She's like, oh yeah, sorry. And then uh, the house appears, and-, and then the house appears, and then he's like, wait, how did that. And then she's like, what did I say it was? And then he's like, you are a witch. Magic is real. I'm not crazy. I mean, I am crazy obsessed with you, but, like, I'm not, like, crazy, like, mentally. So then they start, like, going through the haunted house and, like, checking it out and stuff. Uh, and then uh, they, she and Aggie sit down and talk. And then the lizard purse comes up and gives Aggie his night ring, his dagger ring. And then he's she's like, oh, Phil, I should have known. I feel like such a fool. And so while they're checking out the haunted house, she goes, she sees Phil walking by and goes out to confront him. And then he's like, hey, Aggie, how's it going? And then he, she's like, I just want you to know, Phil. And she shows him the ring, and he's like, where did you get that? And he's like, these people that you're trying to emulate were nothing but a bunch of bigoted fools who've done so much harm to so many people, and I'm very surprised that it fits. And, like, breaks up with him and then turns his cane into a snake or something.
1: She drops the hammer on him. She makes him look like a damn fool, that's for sure.
0: But also, here's what I'm going to say, is this is what I was talking about when this movie has layers. I feel like the way she says that these people were bigoted is because... He's black,
1: <laughs> Lucas. I think you're reading way too much into Here's this. Here's what I'm saying. But okay. Here's what, I'll what I'm go saying. Because you you've gone with me on so many, so many reaches, but all right.
0: I'm gonna take you down this quarter. Here's what I'm saying: is that the program to let Halloween Town students study in the mortal world could be compared to the bussing in of white students into inner city neighborhoods that took place following uh and the knights uh, and the knights of the Iron Dagger could be considered like the racist hate groups in like the south like the The KKK yeah stuff like that people who just hate these people indiscriminately and want to
1: it's all the same shit I get where you're going with this I don't think it's a concerted metaphor but it's a metaphor for bigotry and intolerance definitely it's the same thing it's like the mud blood thing in here Harry Potter and like the zombie thing in zombies. It's right. It's I don't think that they specifically like his race ties into his thinking. I think he's just the best actor for the job here. But it's all a metaphor for intolerance and bigotry. So yes, you're you're half right. But I don't think she's imploring him to think of his his ancestors' past in this moment. I think she's just calling out that like being a bigot I'm is wrong. I'm just saying.
0: I think this movie has layers. That's all <laughs> I saying Anyway, and and look, I'm not qualified to talk about the issue of race, but that's the vibe I got. Anyway, you
1: were just going really deep on bussing into segregated school systems. I don't know how we got there.
0: I, I I just think there's a comparison to be made. So then after that, we cut to the actual night of the festival. It's actually Halloween now, and yeah. I and I gotta say, I'm mad at this movie because it robs us of one of our favorite things. Uh, Which are non-branded Halloween costumes, because we see some of them, but they're really not that good.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, they're not that good. Also, Barney's in, like, a little witch's hat here, and, like, opposed to the the bucket hat, she looks great in this witch's wizard's hat. She looks amazing.
0: Isn't it, like, the same witch's hat that she wore in the first movie, like, the big one with the stars on it? Um, but yeah, but the costumes in this are really disappointing. And admittedly, it does fit because it's high school, so it just comes off as high school students not caring about their Halloween costume. So it's just, like, hippies. But it's actually
1: the staff of this movie not caring at all. Right.
0: It's just, like, hippies and nerd and, like, cowboy... Uh, said so nothing, like, in, like, Lemonade Mouth, where it was, like, giant babies. Uh, there is one guy who weirdly is dressed up like a ca- Catholic cardinal, I noticed, which was weird.
1: I did not see yeah, that. Yeah,
0: that was weird. So they are talk talking—they're outside the haunted house, Aggie and Marty, and they're like, it's almost midnight. Like, do you think anything's gonna happen? Like, uh, like, they're gonna make their—like, they're gonna make the move? And then she's like, yeah, it's gonna happen. Like, this is too big not to—it's, like-, like, like, she's like, it hasn't happened yet. Like, so they're like, no, they're just waiting until, like, last second. And so we cut inside the haunted house— and, like, all—and it's, like, meant to be a joke because it's not a haunted house. It's just, like, dioramas of, like, trolls, like, drafting a plot proclamation. It's, like, proclamation. educational
1: dioramas to educate them about yeah. Halloween Town creatures. This was the point where I said, I think the ogre kid is hot, too. Am I Okay. I like the older kids.
0: Well, also, here's my thing, is, like, why aren't they just in their Halloween selves? Like, it's Halloween, no one's gonna question. Yeah, they could have
1: just been themselves, and everyone would have just thought it was a costume. That was a missed opportunity. Well, it's
0: also because they want to do the big reveal later. That's really what they're waiting for.
1: Yeah, when everyone's, like, shocked.
0: Yeah. Uh, but so, no, everyone's, like, walking around complaining about how crappy this haunted house is, um, because it's just, like, nothing's, like, popping out and scaring anybody. It's just, like, you know, werewolves enjoying tea and cookies, um And then so Edgar shows up in the portal and is like, hmm, let's make this house a little more haunted and like brings all the mannequins to life or whatever.
1: I was like, why is Halloween Town so bad at reveals? Like, why doesn't it understand how to, like, drop hints and then, like, have a big bad guy reveal? Like, this scene isn't that dramatic because we already know exactly who the bad guys are. All of them. They don't even do a reveal and have, like, Cody's secret be bad at the, at the end. Like, we know all of the bad guys, so this scene does not shock me.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I don't know, dog. Uh, But anyway, so stuff starts coming to life and everyone immediately books it. And I was like, what do you think for a second that maybe that's part of it? Like they get up from the diorama and like chase you. Like wouldn't you think it's all ha- that's like what the haunted house is? But everyone's yeah, really, that would like- be
1: a good haunted house actually. Yeah,
0: but then everyone's like, "Oh God, I'm gonna die!" And I was like, "Oh okay, this happened fast." But so everyone starts pouring out, and they're like, "Oh no, what's going on?" And then like Edgar like pops on top of the pumpkins, just like shooting magic around. And then there's this weird scene of like them trying to stop these monsters he's brought to life by like saying the same spell over and over, and it like not working after a while. And it's never really yes. explained why it
1: doesn't Why work. doesn't it work?
0: It's Well, for one, it's so they can have stuff for the trailer with, like, monsters, like, getting big and multiplying and stuff like that. That giant
1: skeleton, they loved that. Uh,
0: yes. I remember seeing that in, like, the promos for, like, Monstober.
1: At all points, um, for the Lucas Graeville in this scene, I said, oh my god, sexy cowboy Lucas. He's dressed oh, as a sexy yes. cowboy. Yeah, well, That's his I Halloween was wearing, costume. Well,
0: he's wearing, like, a cowboy outfit, right? It's, like, got, like, cow pattern up top and, like, boots. But instead of, like, the fringe, it's got, like, bat wing things like
1: what? yeah it's fucking wild <laughs> it's
0: weird so like cody sees this and decides to be an idiot where he's like what's going on why are you doing this like i thought you said you were a good witch and she's like i am i don't know what's happening uh, yeah they so they spot Edgar on top of the pumpkin and like um, aggie just magic hand waves him away like she just does this crazy powerful spell that stops all the monsters and everything then uh, principal flanagan comes forward and is like oh did you see them They were at the center of it all. They're witches. They're freaks. And everyone immediately was like, yep, definitely magic's real.
1: This was when I realized that Cody wasn't actually bad. And I was like, it was like, wait, I thought he was bad the whole time. And I was just waiting for the reveal. And now that I realized he actually wasn't, I truly lost my mind.
0: I lost my mind in this scene because everybody's (laughs) immediately just like, yep, definitely witches. No possible other explanation. That's the other thing about this
1: ending scene. Yeah. Everybody, this silver haired bitch, like just yells things and everybody like, immediately takes them as fact like none of these people have a second guess about the the insane magical things that are being told to them
0: like i would have just said oh hey hope you all enjoyed our haunted house it was pretty scary right like man that skeleton was hard to pull off um, but the, no, immediately they're like, uh, man, you, you guys are freaks, you suck, go back where you came from. And everyone's like, I don't know what that means, but yeah, I hate them too. They're like, I'm on board with this. But so they, all the magical people run into the haunted house, and Aggie runs inside and seals the door behind them, and they're like, oh no, it's an Evil Bob, what are we gonna do? And then Edgar shows up, and he's like, see, humans just haven't changed, they all suck, they all just wanna kill us, I was right, we're gonna seal the portal rad Ethan come on yeah that's right he was on my side the whole time
1: everyone's like Ethan like yes obviously his dad's the bad guy
0: and then he drains their magic since it's midnight on Halloween and they haven't
1: proven anything also I'd give Debbie Reynolds an Oscar she sells this the, like the it looks like it's painting her and like she's an inch from death like she's like collapsed over I was like god she's committing to getting the magic sucked out of her she's
0: the best parts of these movies um, and so then he's like, awesome, I got all this magic now, now I can seal the portal by myself. Bye, everybody. And then Luke, uh, Ethan's like, no, dad, you're the worst. I hate you. And he's like, all right, whatever. Bye. I guess I'm going to seal all these children in the <laughs> That's world. That's what
1: I said. There's no emotional scene there at all. Don't you think that they would have juiced that to have them have like a confrontation and like a like father-son fight? He's like, all right, whatever. Like, if you're not with me, I'm just going to dip. Like, maybe I'll see you later. I'll just seal this. Don't care. Like, there's no scene there.
0: Well, not even just father-son. Like, just have the Halloween kids be like, have him come peel the Halloween kids because he likes the Halloween kids. Halloween town kids, he hates the mortals.
1: And they're like, he's stealing them up from their family. Yeah. This could have been a very like like dark emotional scene, and they just don't do it.
0: But so he leaves and then like everybody busts in because the magic, I guess, isn't holding the door closed anymore. Cody's like cradling Marnie, like collapse over without her magic. Because she's weak. Yeah. And then he's like, see what she did? Like she lost all her magic. I guess she's normal now, huh? Like you've known Marnie since second grade. Does this mean she's like gonna be any different?
1: Also, Cody gives this speech here basically like the hero speech that marnie should give like is cody the hero was i on lithium when i watched this movie the first time no. because i thought he was the villain
0: no he's definitely he's not the villain he's definitely not the hero because marnie does say she's like you can't expect people to, she realizes like the problem with this is that she was like trying to have these kids pretend to be something they're not and she's like you can't have people like you when they don't know who you are and then like she like everyone's like okay so they take off all their stuff and like uh, Natalie's like, I'm a troll. And like Chester's like, I'm an ogre. And Pete's like, I'm a werewolf. And then it cuts to Dylan and Dylan's just like, I'm just going through an awkward phase. Um, this is my real face. Don't worry about it. And I thought that, that was a good joke. That was a good joke. And like the way he like pulls on his skin to show it's not a mask was really funny. And so there's like, see, you like, you've gotten to know these people just because they're different. You're going to hate them. And then they're like, listen, I don't know what it's like. And, like, some guy stepped forward and is like, listen, I don't know what being a werewolf is about, but Pete's the best running back we've ever had. And, like, Natalie's the president of the science club. And he and Dylan's, like, co-president because now's the time I gotta have an ego. And I was like, shut up, Dylan.
1: Like, so we like them. Again, we bought into the idea of them being magic five seconds ago, and now we're all in on it. Yeah,
0: and then freaking Edgar pops through the door like getting thrown through the door and he's like wait what's going on and then she's like oh i had my ma- i had my witch's glass set to progress to everyone in halloween town so now everyone in halloween town knows that you tried to f up this program and they also saw that the mortals can change so we're gonna take our magic back now thank you also yeah gwen comes out of the portal with cassie she's like i finally found the right witch's glass we That's got when, you when
1: gwen comes like bursting out i was like i would give my life for gwen that strong confident <laughs> woman she's like found her like sprinting through the crowd she's just like A beacon. I loved it. That's
0: great. But then, like, he's like, oh, you won't get away with this. The portal needs to be closed for the safety. And then, like, the council shows up, like, in ghost form, being like, I don't know. Seems like the mortals are kind of cool. Plus, you were the one being a dick who told us that mortals weren't going to (laughs) be cool and whatnot. So, we're going to, like, kick you off the council. Bye. And leave the portal open. And now, everybody, let's throw an actual Halloween party with actual creatures from Halloween. Dylan and uh, Natalie, you're going to have your crazy uh, resolution where you don't get together. Uh, Aggie is going to get Phil over his fake hatred of Halloween creatures, and they're going to kind of get together, and she's going to keep teaching at the school. Marnie and the Boy are gonna fly away on a broomstick and have a lip kiss
1: this is when i said i literally want to fight a disney exec for recasting her after this what would warrant her getting recast after this i don't
0: know i really don't
1: i want to do a deep dive on this and if anybody <sighs> listeners if anybody has any info on why sarah paxton takes over this role send it to me if you're scared to say it on twitter said send it to me in a dm If you're scared you like, can go down in the dm like i need some info and I need you all to dig it up. You're
0: scared okay? to be, if you're scared to speak the truth publicly on Twitter. If you're
1: scared to speak the truth, that Disney will silence you. It's okay. Just send it to me in a DM. And I won't, you won't be named. But like, why was she recast? Because she does an excellent job.
0: But also, guys, yeah, that's the end of the movie. Um, And like, again, like the past two Halloween Town movies, the wrap up is so freaking. Fast.
1: also luke that fucking this is my one last note on this is like the when they ha- open the portal and they have like the halloween town characters like walking out into the carnival of the high school carnival like like all their directions just be like incredibly hyped up
0: but yeah, we also see the student. We also see the students who went home come back.
1: Random hyped up Halloween Town extra walking out of the portal. Role I was born to play. Like, <laughs> I wish that I would have gotten the open casting call for this. People are just like pumping their fists in the air, like with pumpkins on their heads. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, but that's the movie. It wraps up really, really quick. That's the yeah, movie. Just, We're done. Just like the other two Halloween Town movies, uh, wraps up real fast. And yeah, so
1: this movie,
0: I have some complex emotions about it.
1: I have complex feelings. It is definitely
0: worse than I remembered, but it's not bad. But
1: I did not enjoy it. No, yes. It it wasn't hard to watch. It was good to watch. But it has problems. The way
0: I kind of like to put it is like, I think the way I think I've kind of consolidated this in my head is that it's a good movie, but it's a bad Halloween Town sequel.
1: It doesn't do a great job of like continuing this narrative. And also the you have to admit, Luke, the pacing in this movie is yeah, so you are. You I are, was right about you're that. You're
0: definitely right about that. I'm not but you're not wrong. Um, but just like and I think it's like the opposite of Calibar Calbar's Revenge. Calibrar's Revenge was a bad movie, but it was a good sequel. It moved the characters forward. It like added new stuff that we could kind of like fit with the world. This one, it just really tries very hard to do its own thing, and it doesn't really mesh with what we understand about the Halloween Town movies so far. But that being said, it's still it's still pretty fun to watch. It's by no means a bad movie. And like, it's, not, it's not like now you see it, where I was like, oh, man, I remember loving this. And then it turned out to be a barely competition. now film. you
1: see it was an acid trip. This wasn't like an acid no. trip like that. It was like, I truly totally forgot the plot, but, it, it you know, it was what I kind of what I thought it was. Yeah,
0: I, I, wa- I would have liked it to be a little bit stronger in a couple areas, but for what we got, I'm pretty happy with it.
1: Yeah, same.
0: Yeah, what would you rate it, Emma?
1: I think I would rate this, like, a 7.
0: I was thinking a 7 as well. I was thinking... I was thinking about a seven too. It's it's good, but it could definitely be better. But it it has a certain amount of nostalgic value for me, so I maybe would give maybe give it a little bit higher than it deserves with a seven. Um, but we don't have any taglines this month. Is there anything you want to throw out?
1: Um, Halloween Town High, risking it for the biscuit, (laughs) like always. Always Marnie. Uh, Marnie and Aggie this time. Last time it was Gwen and Marnie. Now it's our Marnie and Aggie both risking it for the biscuit.
0: Uh, mine would just be the original Halloween Disney Channel movie that's about racism at its core. Because I stand by my <laughs> metaphor.
1: Uh, school segregation. Yep. A decom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're not wrong. But that's, yeah, that's all she wrote for me, I guess.
0: But Emma, do you want to know what we're watching next month?
1: I don't, I'm scared.
0: I I know, I don't think you'll, I don't think you'll be too mad. Because if you remember our first year, I like to take November to celebrate the Disney Channel movies that are based on series. And I was bet, poking around which one I should pick. But I decided, why don't we pick the first one? The very first Disney Channel original movie based on a TV show. So join us next month where we'll be watching Jet Jackson the movie. <gasps>
1: i love jet jackson i know oh my nothing okay, about I Jet really jackson excited. fun fact have you ever seen this no it's old.
0: i haven't seen any of jet jackson at all
1: jet jackson's amazing well
0: i'm excited then this
1: is gonna be great i i remember it as being incredible um but i haven't seen it since the late 90s so we'll see i know
0: virtually nothing about it uh but yeah that'll do it for us uh emma oh
1: so he's dead now rest in peace that's going to have a dark over yeah, to Yeah, we'll it. address
0: that next month.
1: Uh, we'll power through together, yeah. folks. Um, but,
0: Emma, where can people find you on the internet on that note? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, right, God rest his soul. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Emma Stone Tyler and on Instagram at Emma Stone
0: Tyler. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wildfire underscore King. But you can also find D Comedy Podcast on Twitter at D Comedy Podcast. Give us a follow. Become one of our lovely D comrades on there. Um, also you should, uh, you should follow audio entropy and all the other shows on great shows on that website. Uh, there's also a, we have a discord server and there's a channel for us for D comedy where you can show up and talk about the episodes, Disney channel movies, Disney channel, Disney, whatever you want to talk about. It's cool. Uh, I, can't, I forgot to also, that I, I it. think
1: that the most important thing, you should probably go rate and review us on iTunes. Yes. If you ever want to get to the Sarah Pax and Halloween town, <laughs> if you want to sustain me and my life. Go give us a good rating and a good review on iTunes if you like us.
0: Actually, funny you should mention that. If you literally want to sustain me in life, uh, I'm starting a Patreon. It should be up by the time you hear this. But uh, you get some really cool bonus features for uh, supporting me on Patreon involving this podcast. I'm also... If I hit a certain goal, I'm going to start some exclusive content there. And I really appreciate it if you could support me over there. But yeah, yeah, so check me out. The link to that will be on my Twitter at underscore king. But that'll
1: do it for us, guys. But more importantly, say nice things about me. Let's prioritize our yes. people.
0: Um, um, but that's going to do it for us, guys. That's it. You can join us for Jet Jackson in November. I hope you all have happy a Halloween. happy and safe Halloween. My um, witches. And if anyone is dressing up as any uh, Disney Channel characters for Halloween, send us those pics on Twitter. I'd like to see that.
1: Tag us on Twitter. I love seeing your Halloween costumes. Yes. There was a good Kim Possible one last year I loved. Um, any Xenon.
0: Yes. Any High School Musical characters would be great. Uh, but yeah, that'll do it for us, guys. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. D-coms forever. I Bye-bye. I needed to fit in, but how do you know if someone truly cares about you if you don't show them
1: who you really are?
0: I'm really a werewolf.
1: I'm an ogre. Uh, With a little bit of forest giant on my mother's side. And I'm a troll. I'm just going through an awkward stage. This is is all there is. Sorry.